Now broadcasting live via so Ustream or downloaded directly to your mobile device. Bagdenboard.com presents the Bagdon Boardcast. Oh my goodness, and that is crazy. Why are we friends with Paul? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm glad I didn't get slapped like right your mom in here. Uh, you said your parents don't listen to this. He just looked at me like, should I punch him? It doesn't work if you're not wearing what? a mariachi suit. Uh, we're not wearing a mariachi suit. I don't know. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Bagging Boardcast. It's episode 169. I'm Chris. I'm John. And I am Paul. We're a weekly podcast that comes to you in three ways. The first being The Week in Geek, bringing you the top geek stories of the past week. Next is the list, the books that we are looking forward to coming out on April 24th. Five days, and then my birthday, the 29th. Hey! Old man. That's <laughs> cool. And then we follow that up with our weekly rotation. Oh, I thought you were going to say with my birthday. A week after his. No, it would be following it up. Yeah. But we followed Ooh. the list. Oh, we, we followed no, the list, but the last thing we no, mentioned we, was his birthday. Yeah, but nobody cares about you. Yeah, birthday. but I always say, and we oh. follow that up. Okay. But the, Can the, I go now, Paul? No, or is the, it all about you? No, because the grammar, grammatically, grammatically, uh, it would be that would be referring to his. I really birthday hope there. Paul has to do the, the tilt. <laughs> yeah, me too. He just fucking deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead. What, what's the next segment though after the list? Well, we follow it up with our weekly rotating main topic. Which this week is our all-listener special. We, we're going to do a bunch of different things, so whatever. Paul was dead set on 169 is the viewer <laughs> look back. Because it's 69. It is 69. <laughs> Hilarious. And also because we, we hit a milestone uh, during this week uh, leading up. And it's that we have broken since the time we've been uh, back on iTunes. Not the first time we've been on <laughs> iTunes. Got uh, lost it and then came back. Since then, since October 2nd of 2010, we've actually hit over 100,000 listens. Yay! So thank you very much. That's awesome. Yeah. Google did the counting, so it's not me counting. Yeah, Google Paul's did been, it. Paul, Paul was like, this can't be. I only have so many listens and reviews. <laughs> yeah. We've only had 15 reviews, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> but 100,000 listens. So... That is for all the episodes that have been up and taken down, but it have been up, you know. See, it's a silent yes. It It is a silent yes. I'll have to remember that the next time I'm on a date. And you know what I don't have to say a silent yes to, but a very vocal yes? It's the beer we're drinking. Really? And this? Yes. This was part of our listener special. Uh, we were told by friend of the show, Steve, to drink this. And what do we got? This is the Ballast Point Imperial Porter. Porter, Victory at Sea. And uh, with this beer, they blend uh, coffee, coffee vanilla, vanilla, and porter with other natural flavors. Uh, Definitely a lot of coffee on it. It has mm-hmm. a lot of coffee, but you do get a nice little vanilla to it with that. It mellows out, like, kind of like that vanilla sweet. I wish there was a little bit more standout vanilla in it, mm-hmm. but just a lot of coffee. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, it, it's it's a nice, smooth Imperial Porter. It doesn't yeah. have much smokiness to it because it's all covered up by the it's, coffee. Yes, in no, that coffee. No alcohol <laughs> bite. No alcohol bite. Um, but it is nice to start drinking again since Sarsaki. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a beer at the Sabres game last night, so. Also, but, you know, that was Labatt, so. 10%. So that's mostly water. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so something else that was um, given to us that we are supposed to do is we're supposed to play Spin the Bottle. Yes. Are we doing that early and often? Or early? Starting it up right now? Yeah. Okay. I figured if with the... Yeah. With with the penalties that can occur to us, well, then we better do it early. Because we're not just playing Spin the Bottle. We're playing Bag Board Spin, spin the, the Bottle. Because... We could just sit here and say we kissed, and well, listeners we would not just, know the wire. We the wouldn't wire just there. say that, Paul. It would I make lip-smacking noises. Mwah, and mwah. Kiss because, and then we would actually kiss. Yeah, because, you know, what our listeners demand, we do. Yeah. But And we're all friends. Yeah, it doesn't mean... We've that. all slept together. It's true. Yeah. One of our many sexy parties. Yeah. <laughs> Naked robbers. Uh, but, uh, Mountain favorite party game. We made up a little Wheel of Misfortune. And uh, we have on it, Drink a Tilt, Edward Bomber Hands, Make a Shot, where uh, the other two people in the room will grab a comic book, find a character in that comic book, and demand that the, the person that spun it... Make no, you a can sh- say, man. It's Yeah. We're all men here. Yeah, made, you're right. You don't have to make it gender neutral. But I usually do. <laughs> uh, make that shot. Make a shot inspired by that character. And then uh, last, we have Shotgun a Beer. And we have cans of Sly Fox's uh, Phoenix Ale. Ale. Phoenix Pale Ale. Yep. So uh, there you go. So, John, it's in your hand. Oh, I get to The start. board. So go ahead. You were the one that started. We have it, a so. magnum board board, spin the bottle board. That's a good spin, Paul. You made this well. Oh, uh, make a shot. Make a shot. <laughs> okay. We're going to have to hit. We're going to grab a comic book from my comic book stack and uh, come up with a character. And we have. Batwoman. From uh, Animal, Man, Animal Man number 13, page 11, panel 3. Uh, so when I went into the liquor cabinet to do this, I grabbed... Uh, Everything? Ev- the li- I, I, pretty much. That's that's what it was. And I did. I grabbed a lot of things, but I grabbed the triple sec uh-huh. and uh, coconut rum because she's gay. She's a little fruity. Uh, I went with... The- I went with the... Uh, She's a hard woman, though. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. Up, military-wise. I, I, I was told I was supposed to explain why I grabbed I guess, stuff. Yes, so I'm trying yes, to... I grabbed a bunch of stuff. I'm making it work here. Uh, I grabbed a little uh, cherry juice, and there's a cherry in the shot. For her red hair, I'm guessing? For her red hair. Uh, I went with the uh, cream de mint to help turn it... Uh, An unleachedly <laughs> black? Of, of a black color. Uh, I went with the spiced rum because there was a, a sexy babe on the uh, oh, okay yes on the bottle because we got the free free after mail and rebate black heart ninety three proof <laughs> uh, spiced, spiced rum, rum. Uh, and then uh, the uh, uh, cream de cocoa I'm a cheap drunk because she had her fling with uh, Renee Matoya and she's of uh, <laughs> wow color. wow go in there okay I went there right. <laughs> she had tequila because she's Hold on. That yeah, but really you know what? You don't like Hispanic. tequila. Yeah. So I, and you said you were gonna do pro- it with me, so I, I said, probably don't. I probably won't like this either, though. <laughs> so here it goes. Here's my. Uh, here's my shot. Paul. Paul pre-tried it before mm-hmm. we did. It's, it's not that sip. bad. It's no, like it, cough medicine. Yeah. It's, with with a cherry. At with the a cherry at the it. bottom. It's it's super sugary. I, I think that cherry made it. And reminds me nothing of Batwoman. 
No. <laughs> no. Maybe, maybe if Paul had some cinnamon schnapps. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I, that's what I wanted. Maybe. I thought about that. Maybe. But right. uh, if this was the, the like, uh, uh, Top Chef <clears throat> or, uh, or, is there a bar? Barmaster's, like, reality television competition show? I don't And I don't why know. isn't there? Come on. I don't, I don't want to start. There should be. Yeah. There probably is. Well, uh, let's face it out throughout the... I'll do it all at once. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll go into the next segment, which is news, and then we'll have another turn yeah. at the wheel. And we've got a lot of little things popping up over the past week and a half, because we haven't done a show in a week and a half or so. Um, something that I was actually excited about was we got our first glimpse of Jamie Foxx as Electro in the new Spider-Man movie. Yeah, that was actually pretty cool. He's really blue. Yeah, it's... Very heavily influenced from the Ultimate Spider-Man Electro, I feel, because you kind of see like, like the, the scarring on the face. Yeah, you see like the kind of the lightning bolts there, and also the kind of cartoon Ultimate Spider-Man where he's see, actually I haven't watched that. He's uh, when when the picture was shown, they, everybody was putting that up where he's all blue instead of that kind of glowing color. Um, but we also got a picture of him as uh, Max Dillon too, yeah. where he's got like a creepy comb over, like he looks creepy in it. I. I do think this is an awesome look. It does make sense kind of going with that more realistic version of Electro. Um, in a couple of the other pictures of him, he's got his hood up, and you can see like LED lights lining the inside of the hood. So I think in the special effects CGI, they're going to probably put like electricity crackling, make him a little bit brighter, mm-hmm. which I think this is going to look really cool on screen, especially yeah. in motion. I'm looking forward to how they're everything that they're going to do. I really liked... That's him as uh, oh, really? Max Dillon. Um, then why does he turn blue? I don't get it. Because of the electric powers. When Superman had electric powers, he was blue. Or red. Well, he was blue first, and then yeah. he went red. Fuck phone. Um, yeah, and I, I'm, I'm interested to see where they're going. And um, Jamie Foxx said, like, you know, they're taking a... He really took his time to develop that kind of character and why he was going to do it and what he was going to do with it. Some other really cool movie news. Unlike he did with Stealth. The fighter pilot like movie that he did right after like Ray, and everybody's like, wow, he's a serious actor. And then Stealth came out, and you're like, I think he wow. probably did Stealth first, and they just held on to it, because they're like, oh, this guy's going to have some Oscar buzz. Maybe. I, I don't know. <laughs> probably more legit. Um, uh, but, you um. You remember Stealth, right? <laughs> I don't. Wait, wait, was that the one where he was the pilot, but then there was also the, the computer? The computer, yeah, the computer. Was oh, the that pilot. was... Okay. And what what was it? Uh, what's her name from 7th Heaven? Yeah, Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel was, was it, in it, yeah. And was it Owens? Uh, Luke? No. Wilson? Luke Wilson, or Owen Wilson. Wasn't Owen Wilson the blonde guy in that? I, I don't know. Because there was the blonde guy... It had to be either Luke Wilson or Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I well, I saw well, that movie once. <laughs> I didn't. I think I rented it and I watched like a quarter of it. And I, I have it yet off. to see it. But yet, yet you reference it. <laughs> yes. Much we like, know Paul does that. <laughs> I reference things that I've never seen or will ever see. Uh, Much like a big screen uh, CGI or CG animated Ratchet and Clank, the movie coming in 2015. Really? Yeah. Oh. Um, with the director. Teasing from Back to Spider-Man with, oh. uh, what's his name? Continuing to tease these pictures, putting these things out there, um, like the Max, the Max Dillon thing. Uh, Brian Singer's been doing the same thing with, um, 
X-Men. We just got a shot of what Storm's costume is going to look like. Um, He's been teasing the chairs, different costumes, who's going to be in the movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I kind of like that Twitter has become that thing for these directors to give those fanboys those little peeks behind the curtain. Uh, And it's it's kind of a lot of fun. So Ratchet and Trank animated movie? Ratchet Ratchet and Clank. (laughs) I never never played any of those games. They're yeah. fun. I haven't played them either. They look a lot of fun. I've played demos. Yeah, it's, like, it's all about the, uh, the weapons never... you get and just and the they, crazy things they do. I've always loved their commercials. Like, they have had the commercials where it looks like it's just kids playing out in the backyard with yeah, this weird Yeah, they have one of the gun, guns and it turns, like, people one friend chicken, the chicken. Yeah. Or it just launches one of their... It's like an anti-gravity gun that busts his friend over the fence and stuff. Like, oh, man. It's, you know, they've been a lot of fun. So, I'd be interested in what to see what they do with the movie and be happy to maybe pick it up uh, really? you know at Redbox or you okay. know, on the Netflix but yeah, that works no, nothing nothing huge not going to go run not to see it you, you know how to close the door well John. <laughs> I don't know whoever put these handles on did a stinky job uh, something else uh, uh, in new movie news uh, Superman uh, Man of Steel is coming out soon uh, and Zack Snyder has said that there are lots of teases and throws out there to other superheroes who are active in this universe that Superman's in. You gotta do Whoa. something leading up to... I think this is because, like... you know, they were expecting to do this Justice League movie, so... And he they... knows it's never gonna happen, so he's like, uh, might as well do something right? with it. So, you know, everybody, it, it's been, you're gonna see a image of Wonder Woman, you're gonna see this, you're gonna do that, you're gonna see... Batman at the end. You know, there's always been, like, rumors about this. So now he said that there are little nods to the DC Universe in this movie. Are those nods after he's Superman? Because I always want, you know, for whatever reason, I like the idea of Superman being that first superhero in the DCU that kind of rallies other people to be... Well, it would, it would have to be just going by, going by time. You would hope so, but... Yeah. But, yeah, it, but if like this Smallville. ties into... Never you use know, Smallville to win an argument. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, they, they were having other heroes going around left and right, like, before Superman. I don't mind the Justice Society of America being active before Superman, though. Yeah. But then, like, McCarthy era, like, having them go away, and then Superman bringing, you know, heroes back. Well, I always loved what was in, in Hush... Um, when it was like Tommy and Bruce saw the Green Lantern, Alan Scott, like mm-hmm. fighting in Gotham or something. Like, it, yeah. was, it was a cool little memory for like, this is like the first superhero I ever saw. Yeah. Here's the thing. Same as any kind of reference or nod, I just hope it's done well. That's all I ask yeah. for. It, it was Nine, like, that ham-handed. Exactly. And I don't, I don't see it being ham-handed with Don't Touch My Hair. Zach. Zack Snyder. Yeah, I, th- um, I think he I think likes comics and is respectful enough that he's going to do it well. Uh, I, I see it like as something like one of my favorite things is in Iron Man with his car being called like the Mach 2. You know, like having those vanity license plates. Like that was something like, oh man, like the suits. The Mark 2. Mark 2. Yeah. Thank you. Which they actually did later because he had the mm-hmm. different, different suit. Yeah. Suits. Yeah. Uh, another really cool thing talking about Iron Man is um, we actually missed it. It was just okay, a little you bit of... segueing left and right into your own topics. Uh, it's like you came prepared. It was. Um, it happened actually a couple weeks ago, but 
uh, at the, um, an Epcot Center with the, um, oh man, with, oh, it's a Disney. Disneyland. Disneyland. Yeah. The, uh, what's the ride? I can't, I'm blanking now. Bright, big, beautiful tomorrow ride? They don't have that at Disneyland. No, the, um, oh, oh, Disney World. No, it's the one about, like, you know, the future. I don't know. Tomorrowland? Tomorrowland, yes. Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. That's not a ride. That's that's a section of the park. Section of the park. Tomorrowland had all the Iron Man suits. And Robert Downey uh, Jr. did appear there. Yes. Really cool. That was part of their limited time magic. Oh, really? Going on. Uh, Yeah, thank you. Yeah. That's cool. It's pretty sweet. And something else we might be seeing appearing in those parks or summer soon because they just got the right backs. Right back. Right. Yeah. Right back. I can't talk. Wow. Sorry, I was... Well, you can't talk, you can't see. Yeah. Oh, Which one would you rather have? It's Daredevil. I, I finally got it out. Now you guys can discuss. I'm going to take a drink. Because um... <laughs> that's obviously what I need. Uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm glad to see Daredevil under this banner. I enjoyed the original Daredevil with Ben Affleck. It wasn't the greatest. It was one of those first movies that came out. It, it was cheesy in spots, but it was, it was good. Yeah. Uh, like, had... the playground theme... Yeah, yeah. that's the only thing I hold against that movie. I I was okay with everything else. But I'm I'm glad to see this back over at Marvel. If we're going to see this in maybe Phase 3 now, um, who knows? They have announced that Ant-Man and Doctor Strange are going to be in Phase 3. I think it might be a little bit too soon to throw it into Phase 3 unless they can streamline... Someone I, just comes up and they, like, can... they have they found or just whipped up some concept art that's been sitting in a drawer <laughs> for this moment. Well, well, I think if they didn't make a move by August or October, if they hadn't made a move by October, that by this time the rights would be theirs. They didn't have they weren't allowed to use them or something like that. I, I'm not totally sure about the whole rights thing, but if they didn't have anything in production by October. The rights were going back to Marvel, and now it's just official that, boom, they're at Marvel. So they could have been working on something since October. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to see that. I'm I'm kind of excited about seeing a Doctor Strange, and since that's put into effect, you're gonna see you might see him throughout the mo- different movies coming up. I see Daredevil being used more as like the Hawkeye, where it's the side character of the group. Not I so much. I don't think you're going to see him like on the Avenger team or in any of the other movies. Okay. Uh, I think he'll have his own movie, but it's his movie is going to be in this world. Right. I, I think at some point, if they do go forward with everything, you might have Matt Murdock appearing first as you know a lawyer, a lawyer. for mm-hmm. something. Just. To introduce him to right. this universe, even though everyone knows who he is. Yeah, it would. It's so weird that Marvel and uh, Disney will have Daredevil running around their parks, but not Spider-Man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because yeah. they're both the uh, like Manhattan or the yeah Manhattan kind of superheroes. They're the ones that you see going from skyscraper to skyscraper. You know, Hell's Kitchen. You know, Oops. I guess. You know, I Who love that sizzle reel, sizzle reel that was out. Yeah, you know, that that director put like together. The, yeah, the 1970s, like, Daredevil, you yeah. know, yeah. busting up Club 54 people. What was it, Club 50? Was it Club yeah. 54? Yeah. yeah. 
And yeah, it's like, like an ad, just real kind of gritty yeah. street level. Who knows with how time goes and what might happen, because you might get Spider-Man running around those parks, too. You know, alongside Daredevil. And they'll be skipping across the parks. I, you know, because there was a notion that, hey, they're going to either keep, Fox will either keep uh, Daredevil or they'll keep Fantastic Four. I'm kind of upset that Fantastic Four hasn't reverted yet. Because that is a property. Now that Chris Evans is locked up as Captain America, I don't think he'll go back to you. No, probably not. No, they're, they're, they would have to they're, re- they're, they're redoing yeah, it. They would have to. Mm-hmm. Um, well, who knows? That could continue to fall through, too. Yeah. And, and something that um, the guy who's in charge of Marvel Entertainment, I forget what his Kevin name is. Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige. Uh, like, he he lets, I, I wouldn't say let slip, but he's like, with all these characters and what they're going to be doing, you know, you might see the Hulk doing something with Guardians of the Galaxy, or you might see one of the Guardians of the Galaxy working with the Avengers. Mm-hmm. So I think you might see, like, if what they're talking about is Thanos being the villain in Guardians of the Galaxy and in Avengers, like, you might see that crossover with those characters in this world, too. Yeah. Well, can't we say that Thanos was the villain of the first Avengers movie? Because he did seem like the person that set the... He's, like, yeah. pulling the strings yeah. from behind the scenes. Yeah. 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 And what kind of also in the news and ties into that, Joss Whedon actually came out and said like he had the idea for what Avengers 2 would be before he even started working on Avengers 1. Which is always a good way to, I think, the best way to do anything for a story is know your end point first. Know, know exactly yeah. where you're going to go with it, yeah. Yeah. Um, I would like to see him do... The Guardians of the Galaxy, because it's just like a Firefly. <laughs> well, speaking of knowing where they're going, DC just teased a new character appearing in the New 52 over on their blog. It's the Joker's daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, This was in their News for Fans section. News for Fans sections on their blog. Um, no mention of when this will be happening or what book it's going to be in, but it's... Rumored to be Nightwing. Rumored to be Nightwing? Yeah. Well, the art... The art looks like it was done by Brett Booth, who's on Teen Titans and Nightwing. Yeah, so it's so going it, to be either. It could be books. possible, but a lot of the New Fifty Two concept art was done by Jim Lee and Raphael Albuquerque, who mm-hmm. don't do a lot of other stuff. So it could just be something he spitballed. Um, it's kind of a cool drawing. It's just like a crazy looking girl who's wearing the Joker's face. Is oh. this is this going to be Harper Row? That that's actually one of the rumors. Um, would you want it to be Harper Row? I think it would be cool to give her like that little bit of a like a push in that misdirection, like with everyone being like, "Oh, she could be the next Robin mm-hmm. because she's working with Batman." And I forget what editor it was who came out and was like, "Yeah, someone's coming up from Gotham's underground." Yeah, that was the tagline that they released on the uh, the source, which and, is DC's blog, and. Harper Row runs around underneath Gotham, yeah. so that's is kind of a cool idea. So, hey, it's handled well. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. Because like, Stagall Snyder said that Harper Row was not written to become Robin. Mm-hmm. He says that you know his work. He kind of made and it seem like his work. Once it's out there, it's out of his hands. Once it, other writers get a hold of those characters, but he said he never intended it. And the other thing is, is he doesn't have to worry about it because he's gone back to zero. So you know he's he doesn't have to deal with any of the Batman after Damien dying, really, because he kind of did that issue, and now he's like, eh, I'm going working on zero. 
So he doesn't have to deal with that. So yeah, it's going to be in other people's hands. So I, I think that would be a good foil for Nightblade. Yeah. Or foil or partner. Joker's uh, daughter could be a hero, much like she was in the old 52. Yeah, but the picture of her, it's a little bit more demented. Menacing. And yeah. she's holding like a pie full of Broken glass shards, like right. And if she's I, I don't wearing think, this, I don't and, think, and, and yeah, I, we don't I'm know. I'm gonna wear somebody's face and go fight crime. Yeah. Like it's, uh, hey, I don't know. Uh, you, criminals you, you, are a superstitious and cowardly bunch. I don't. Know, I think you, you hear something like Joker's daughter, and yeah, you know there was. She could be a hero, but wearing Joker's face, it just kind of it makes you just gravitate it, to being yeah. bad. It would. Scare a lot of criminals not to mess with them. <laughs> scare everyone. <laughs> but uh, also on the DC front, uh, this past week, Superman celebrated his 75th anniversary. And on the exact same day, which was April 18th, I believe it was, Yep. Uh, a judge announced that DC does retain rights to Superboy as well, and that the Seagulls have no claim to no those further either. Claim. Yes. Because they they reinstate the settlement that already happened back in two thousand something. Yeah, and saying that because this is completely from all the Superman stuff because <laughs> Superboy is his own character, even though it was Superman, it was him as a young boy, and the Seagulls did present that to DC as a yeah a story that they can do, and then after they had not walked off, but they had kind of stepped away a little bit more. DC solicited, like, hey, and here's Superboy coming. But the Seagulls, they were paid out uh, in today's, you know, back back when they published the story, uh, the sum total of, I believe, from what comic book resources, the article I read on there, uh, said like 800 and some odd thousand dollars yeah. in today's money. So I forget the total amount like, they were paid yeah. for back in the day for that, for that solicitation. So they were kind of paid, and now I believe that's what the settlement was before that they got paid out a little bit more i just you know i i want siegel and schuster to be on everything that superman does like created by those two yeah because i think that's important to remember that those they were the people that gave us superman uh but you know i'm glad it stays with dc the the copyright and the rights to do the do more stories with characters because would they just sit on it? Would they just go ahead and would the estate go ahead and try to sell it uh, at auction to another company? Like, why, why mess with my house of cards here? Yeah, it's very true. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think they would probably keep it at DC, but they would get a lot of money out of DC to make that happen. But um, anyone else have anything? No, I think it's okay, time to spin the wheel. Well, I I have one more thing. A okay. uh, little bit of sad news. Uh, comic book writer Robert Morales actually I, passed I away. Well, Why do we always send with sad news? Because then we start drinking to make it better. Oh, that's true. We are um, Writer Robert Morales passed away at the age of 54 uh, last week. Most known for his work on Marvel's Truth miniseries with oh, artist right. uh, Kyle Baker. Red, black, red, white, and black. Yeah. Um, the, uh, which was yeah. like the retelling or the prequel to the Captain America story where they were actually testing out the super soldier serum on on a group of uh, African-American airmen. You didn't get that on my hard drive, did you? John spilled beer. 
That's why he should be allowed to do anything. And he's wiping it off with his... He says he didn't spill it, but he picks up my hard drive box. And... The box, it didn't get on the hard drive. Okay. Still, still don't want beer on it. Don't know why you had to open it up over the bed with all my junk. Yeah, why did you go over to the... <laughs> Ah, one sixty nine. You still don't have everything figured out. All right, spin but, the wheel. But oh, well, as as said, as said as this is, um, Truth was an awesome miniseries, and it did give us Patriot, one of my favorite characters from Young Avengers, Patriot, because his grandfather was Isaiah Bradley, the mm. first Captain America, the first and unknown Captain America. But time to spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. Do you want to go, or should I go? You should, you should go. I should go? All right. Let me give it a spinny spin. Look at that thing spin. And I have make a shot. Uh, when you no, spin, no, it's spin again, because that's right on the line. No, it, on the line. it was not on the line. Just spin one more line. time. It's, on that one's line. on the line. <laughs> that fucking broke the board. <laughs> Refix the boards. Refix the board. Put it in the hole. Stick it. I know how to fix the board. It's on la- the line. It's on make a shot again. That one's shotgun a beer. Fine. You happy? Yeah. Actually, we are. I was looking forward to making a shot, so take that away. We did. We did take that away from you. Yep. Uh, I just spun and got Edward Bomber. Well, can we talk about me first? So I am not going to shotgun a beer. Okay. But go ahead. How is shotgunning a beer? Because, uh, we took a step away from the recording for a second. Uh, we did the. Phoenix Ale from who was it? Sly Fox. Sly It's pretty good. Um, good summer beer. Really good summer beer. I, I liked it. It was one of those beers where I was shotgunning. I was like, eh, "This is pleasant. This is something I could see just sitting around drinking on a porch." Yeah, yeah, good porch beer. Because I remember uh, you did not want to shotgun a beer that you didn't want to drink. Yeah. So I'm like, I got to pick a beer that we haven't shotgunned before. That uh, that it's still drinkable, and you you did great with it. And I'm like, well, the Sly Fox has a bunch of stuff. They have an Imperial IPA, they have that Pale Ale, and they also have See, Imperial a Imperial IPA. That's something I want to. Uh, not I an Imperial. Savor. They have a IPA, not an Imperial okay. IPA. I'm sorry. I've been drinking now because I'm halfway <laughs> through. I'm halfway through this first Innocent Gun. Uh, uh, yeah. Paul got Edward Bomber Hands, which was one of my ideas that uh, you've heard of Edward Forty Hands, where you have to. Get the 40s taped to your hand and have to drink those by the end of the night. Uh, Edward Bomberhands is a better beer than a 40. A 40. And yeah. we got to, we got all got to buy our own what we would drink for our Bomberhands if it came up. And Paul picked two innocent guns. One original, <laughs> one rum cast. Nice. Because, uh, they're buy one, get one free at the, our local convenient, uh, beer store. That's not bad. Yep. You know what? And there, it's, it's only six, six point 6.6% for the one. 7.4 on this one that I'm working on. <laughs> so, <laughs> Paul and that on top of the, uh, 10 and the little sip of the shot you had, you're gonna have a good night. Yeah, and this is one, uh, 1.9.4 fluid ounces so that's per not, bottle. That's not too bad. It's a little bit more than a 22. Uh, and the one that I picked and spilled all over Paul's bed when I opened it up to drink was the Black Rye IPA. And Chris, would you like some? Um, no, because I'm gonna go get one of the ones that I picked, which was the Full Sail Malt Liquor. Ooh. Because I figured it's a bomber, but it's <laughs> it's a malt liquor, so it's almost like doing the forty. But it's Johnny you actually got me a bottle of this for Christmas. I for think Christmas, it was. yeah, and it was really good. I'm not a big malt liquor guy. 
Oh, yeah. Which, as I say, looking at the tilts that oh, we yeah. had ready, just in case we got that one on the spin. Right? Yeah, the only other uh, thing that we did not get was uh, drink-a-tilt. Which was originally chug-a-tilt. But that... We, but that's just... We're which, doing it on a work actually, weeknight. Actually, I think it was shotgun-a-tilt, but we could only find the big cans of it, so it became chug-a-tilt. Yeah. And even then, that's a lot of tilt it was. <laughs> that's a lot of tilt to suck down. Like, even on a good day, just finishing a tilt. Right? A, ch- a challenge. <laughs> On itself, and I was going to say, Sly Fox in the can also had a pilsner. I see, I, and I I steer clear yeah. from the pilsner. I didn't want to go as heavy with a uh, IPA, so I went in the middle with the uh, Phoenix Pale Ale, and I was buying stuff for chugging. Well, speaking of Phoenix, Phoenixes, what are you going to rise up and pick this Wednesday, the twenty fourth? This Wednesday, I am talking about a book it, that will not rise again. What I, th- what I did think was funny is it almost sounded like you said uh, penises. When you said phoenixes. Phoenix. Phoenix. Phoenixes. Eh, phoenixes, penises, they both rise. Uh, this is a this is a book that is now canceled from DC. What? It what? is a book. It stars a character that did rise from the grave. What? It is I Vampire, oh. uh, number 19. It's wrapping up uh, the tale of Andrew Bennett. And uh, he's been killing a off everybody in the uh, House of Mystery, and it's been kind of fun to see him evil, to follow a character that's evil, but I, I, I want to see how they're able to redeem him, like, in this one single do you, issue. Do you want them to redeem him? Yeah, because he has to be a hero by the end. Okay. Does he? Yes. He's he's I-Vampire. <laughs> he know. needs to hang out with Batman during the <laughs> Hall- Halloween specials. Come on. It, it happens. He is in it. Yes. Uh, okay. So where I first read the character, because it's one of those random characters that I would never read unless... But you're reading whole... right now. Well, <laughs> because the art was... Because I I drafted it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I drafted it back during our not episode of you're... our... Oh, wow. Yeah, two, two years, years ago. Now, yeah. now I Vampire is something that came from Vertigo, isn't it? Before 52, or is it something... No, it was in the DC Universe yeah. before. Was it? Yeah. Um, back when they were doing the Tales of Suspense book, which the first part of it was the Spectre, and the back part was all uh, Doctor 13, mm-hmm. and they had I Vampire appearing in it, and it was written by Brian Azzarello with art by Cliff Chang. Oh, nice. Which was fantastic. Like that that's a book that I wish they he, would bring back. He feels like a such a older character though, like even well, back in, before that, like during and that the, tells us uh mystery. He mm-hmm. was an older character. He was an older vampire. Yeah. Like that you could tell had been around for a while. It, it feels like DC's response to what was the Tomb of Dracula? Was that what Marvel yeah. was doing? At, probably at the same time they came out with this I vampire, you know. Yeah. In in response. Man, I really want to order that other Kelly Kapowski shirt. As soon as it hits payday, I'm doing it. Okay. I'm wearing one right now, and I love it. That's why I decided to look for more. Well, what online. are you ordering tomorrow, Wednesday? Or today, Wednesday, depending on how lazy I am to post this episode. <laughs> well, no matter when it gets posted, I will be... It's funny I'm watching looking... Paul take these big swigs out of this beer. Um, this is a book I've picked for the past two months when it's been coming out. It's Young Avengers number three. Uh, this issue is going to be showing us what uh, Kate Bishop and Novar have been up to in space while we've been following everyone else. Um, it's really a, it's a fun book, and I've been following Kieran Gillen on Tumblr because he posts a lot of just preview stuff. 
he does kind of a cool commentary thing where for, he's writing Invincible Iron Man right now, I think it is. Wh- whatever yeah, one, one of the those, tertiary yeah. Iron Man books is. He's writing that, and he does like a commentary for it. It's like, page one, this is going on. Here's where this came from. Page two, uh, I thought this was going to be laid out a little bit different with the speech bubble, but it's okay. Page three. Yeah. I'm glad I'm following because he actually posts a lot of fan artwork that people have submitted to him. So it's like, hey, check this out. Any fan art of Kate Bishop being badass? No, there is one of Marvel Boy's ass, though. Oh. Ooh. So there you go. Paul likes but, it. <laughs> he's smiling. Or, or smiling. He does have a half-empty innocent gun in front of him. <laughs> um, More than half. Young Avengers. Almost done with one. It's a book that I was looking forward to. It's a book I'm glad it's back, and it's a book that I'm going to continue to just be like, oh, wow, there's a new one coming out. Great. And I'm uh, I'm gonna do one that I've picked many times before. It's one of two books that are coming out that I'm picking up this week, uh, and it's um, Justice League Dark, number nineteen. I've really been enjoying um, Jeff Lemire and Ray Fox run right now. Um, they're in another run. run. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna tie it into the guest character in this issue. No, who's the guest character? In this issue? He's on the cover. I didn't see the cover. The Flash. Flash. Oh. <laughs> um, breaking... Way to sleep on the book that you're picking, John. Bre- breaking see... news. Uh, we just got the Thor Dark, uh, the Dark World trailer. Huh. Oh, yeah. Like, they, right now. They came like, out. Yeah, that's coming out today. Yeah. You, like, you guys want to pause and watch it? Yeah, let's watch it. And we're back. Um, this wasn't from an official website. It was something someone just posted. So the sound quality was, wasn't the best. It was a little quiet. But uh, it looks really cool. Uh, it does look good, and it looks like it's got what you'd want is just Thor fighting a lot. Uh, except for one thing, I want some Cat Dennings action. Yes, you, you outside like of well, you, you do. But... Outside of two broke girls, I can't watch. I tried. I, I've tried so hard I, to watch that show, that show's and I couldn't. I... But her boobs are permanently on display yes. in that show. They, well, they, they got to get people to watch it somehow. Yeah. There's a reason why it's CBS's number one comedy. Wait, is that the Big Bang Theory? People no love idea. that show. I have no yeah. idea which is CBS's number one I can't. I can't support it, but I I told Danielle I would watch it. You know it. what? That's what Kat Henning says the bras say. Oh. <laughs> Damn I it. If I delivered that better, I would have been more proud. Um, I, I wasn't looking forward to Thor. I was pleasantly surprised by it. I really enjoyed it. This one... Looks like it's gonna probably deliver that too. Yeah, it looks it looks good. Who's um, the villain? I couldn't. It's gonna be the dark. There's, I think there's like two. There's the dark elves, whoever the leader of the dark elves is, and then there's some other kind of marauding character who's a bad guy. I think. They're not gonna call them the dark elves, right? No, they're called dark elves. They're I know, they're I know. a villain from it. But the the guy who's the main villain of them. He's got a name. He's a character that's known. In okay. it's probably something like Nihiplim. Or something like that. Isn't that the town that uh, Cloud Stripes was grew up in? <laughs> Could be. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't played Final Fantasy VII in so long. I I don't love it as much as everyone else. I gotta does. play a piano tune to get Tiffa's ultimate weapon. That's all I know. That's How are you supposed to figure that out? Christopher Eccleston is playing the bad guy. There's so many things in that game that you're not supposed to figure out, like how to unlock Vincent. You had like 
go to somewhere and like walk so many steps up, then to the well, left, no, and then but back. They gave you clues throughout, so you could figure it. Yeah, um, the only reason you knew to steps. look for those clues is because someone told you like, no, you have to do this. Go into that mansion again, and then like, well, Cloud's in the hospital, and then you like. Vincent find was the clues. cool though. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go get my bottle of uh. That's right that's there. Stuff. Um, but it's uh, Christopher Eccleston, our oh. doctor do- of Doctor Who number fame. nine. And his name is Mel Keith. Mel Keith. So you're pretty close there, Chris. It's pretty close with my uh, assumption. Uh, Chris O'Dowd is also in it. Of IT crowd fame. <laughs> I was going to say something that I, I couldn't do. So it. two I'm, British, well, three I'm British, British actors. Oh, I mean, there's lots. Uh, oh, Stanley's a bus driver. Oh, you ruined it. Now I'm going to be looking for a bus the whole movie. <laughs> Is that the bus? Uh, we saw a bus in the trailer. Oh, was that the bus? <laughs> Could have been the bus. Thank you. That's going to be your entire experience when we go to oh see this movie. <laughs> it's going to be me yelling over to you. Is that the bus? I'm going to feel so bad for you when you're actually crisscross, Chris. <laughs> when you miss the bus. <laughs> oh, Paul's so proud of that one. You know what? why? Because I was able to deliver it. <laughs> I like the Cat Dennings uh, big boob joke. Well, Paul's also going to have to deliver us our next dramatic reading. Should be page 11, page 11, panel 3 of Animal Man, number 14? 13. 13. It's okay, we can, we can record. And this is actually the panel that John had to create his signature Batwoman shot from. You have to hold it. It didn't matter who you were. Is that supposed to be a woman's voice? It didn't matter. No, because it's it, it's like the... It's a caption. It's a caption. It didn't matter who you... Now I have to start over. Thanks, John. <laughs> it didn't matter who you were. It didn't matter how good or how powerful you were. If you were alive, you could be turned into a shambling, cannibalistic rot beast. Man consumed man. Hero consumed hero. This was a dramatic reading. I say that! I thought I said it. No. no. And that was a dramatic reading of Animal Man, number 13, page 11, panel 3. How good was Animal just, Man, by the way, guys? You guys I, I, I don't know. You, you have to tell me. And it you was do, really and, good. And, and I was going to say, and you do often, because I haven't actually had a chance to read it. It was as good as Swamp Thing. If not Which better. I Which I also yeah, I wasn't reading. No, read. well, that's... I, I think I read the first. You gave me. I think I read the first maybe six issues. Of I thought Animal you dropped. I thought you. I, I read you a lot drafted of Swamp Thing. I did, but you kept it because you kept like you. You, you kept were buying like everything. Fifty percent of the books that came out in the beginning. Well, because they kept on teasing how Swamp Thing and Animal Man were going to cross over soon, and I'm like. Well, I gotta read both then. Um, Paul, I was gonna ask you this earlier, and then I didn't. Because I forgot, until you brought up Swamp Thing again. Um, do you want my copies of the Brian K. Vaughn written Swamp Thing series? Okay. That's a no. He's no, because I, I, I'm I going through like. I was mid drink. I'm, I'm going through, well, do you want, you, you're taking another drink, do you want them? <laughs> no, no. Okay, he's shaking his head no again. What well, about the why when, were you like, no? Because like, I was like, no, he said no. And then you're like, I was mid-drink. So I thought you were going to say, like, it was just hard for you to drink that. No, no, because... Okay. You know why? Because I got a stack of shame that I haven't touched yet. Okay. 
And um, I would feel bad about that. But I don't feel bad about freeing up this ham. Yay, Paul. One the hand one. of Edward Forty's ham is done. Some wholesale malt liquor? Yeah. Um, well, we, we've done the Week in Geek. We've done the list. We did our dramatic reading. There's going to be only one thing left now. To be the only one? To be the best there? <laughs> <laughs> to be the only <laughs> I like when Paul gets like this. <laughs> there can only be one, Chris. Were you trying to go Pokemon or Highlander? I <laughs> I are are you talking about I was the trying to do. I was trying to do all three. In like, what Wolverine, right? Too like the best. The best, the best, best. there is. Uh, what my, the best there is in the one? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the uh, the concession speak for the uh, Republican uh, candidate uh, Michael. Okay, Michael Rooker. Oh, Michael Rooker was cast in uh, Galaxies. Oh, Galaxies. That's true. And not as the character everybody thought he would be. Groot. Yeah. No, he has the acting ability to pull off Groot. He's worked for James. I don't. I'm not a big fan of him. I'll. Come on, Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker. Yeah. Yeah. He showed his ass in that. He did. And he he also shaved his head to be like Lex Luthor. He did. To be the villain. I don't, I'm just not a big Michael Rooker fan. Like people he, are obsessed with him in Walking Dead. I, I look at you know why Merle. I'm just like, yeah, he's playing Michael Rooker with a knife hand. Like yeah. that's that's he what is I feel. One of the most accessible, like quote unquote stars. He'll do like any podcast. If you didn't just say that, we could have probably booked him for our podcast. No, we can we can still do it. And I can say, hey, win me over, Michael Rooker. <laughs> No, I will not take that. He was that on a podcast where he called people's moms to tell them they should walk, watch Walking Dead. Hilarious. Glad thing we don't try to reach <laughs> for episodes like that, eh, Paul? <laughs> yeah. We don't reach for any episodes. We just let our, our, uh, fans program our episodes, much like this one, right now. Right now. Uh oh. Oh, Paul just, Paul just cried, chopped a beer. Well, Paul's I had to... it over here. <laughs> and a karate chop a beer so I could drink this other beer in my hand. So, I mean, just... Innocent Gun, original. No more... I'm stepping down from the 7.4 to the 6.6. Because <laughs> Paul needs less alcohol now, you're right. Yes, <laughs> um, you know, it, as I look at when we get together to do the show, it's sitting around with my two best friends, doing the stuff that we would do in general and the stuff that we all love, which is having... Good beer, sometimes not so good beer. Uh, doing that and talking about comics and just and just hanging out in general. You know, we all have our own kind of lives, but we make that time to get together. And even when we can't record on Sundays, like right now, we're recording on a Tuesday. Like we made that time in the week. I just started a brand new job, and I'm still meeting people there because. It's tough starting a new job because it's like, okay, not only do I have to learn the ins and outs of the company, how to do things, I also have to meet all these new people. Like, I don't know how many times over the past two days I've had people ask me, oh, so where did you come from? And I have to go through, well, here's my entire work career and Mm -hmm. here's who I am. But today the uh, manager, when I walked into the back room, was like, oh, so I hear you do a podcast. And what? Yeah. Well, 
I know someone I keep who keep that super secret at work. I, I, I don't like. I'm I'm not ashamed of it, Paul. I, I you know, know why? I because everybody. I don't want to know. I don't want people to know when I'm coming in hungover. Well, <laughs> I, I think they can just see it. I I know someone who also <laughs> except for my boss. I know someone who also works at this store, and <laughs> she gave them a little bit of a heads up about me because they asked, like, "Hey, <laughs> what's what's this Chris guy like?" And I was like, "Yeah, every week I do a podcast with my friends." Uh, I'm really nerdy. We talk about comic books and pop culture stuff. And that kind of opened up a conversation with the other people that were in the room. Like, oh, you're, you're a nerd. Do you do a podcast? Is that like on a website? It's like, well, yeah, we have a website. We're on iTunes. And I kind of got to go. You never in. mentioned the Zune Marketplace, right? No, I actually did. I was like, and I was like, and we're also on the Zune Marketplace that, that nobody, you're welcome. that nobody uses. And they, they got a laugh from the people there. Um, but then I also one said... One person uses it. One third of this podcast uses it. <laughs> no, you got rid of your soon. I'm, well, uh, it's right here thing, on my bed. What's the funniest thing is Paul's like, oh, this is button plugged in for like three years. I've never touched it. But then I... Home entertainment system. I would play my music every once in a while through my speakers. And, you know, I got surround sound speakers. It's nice. And then I went in and I was like, it, it's something fun. It's something that I like doing. But it's the reason I hang out with my friends every week. We all have different lives. We all have different work schedules, but we make the time every week to get together and hang out and talk about what we love. And I, I got an aww. I, I drive two hours. To <laughs> then a girl asked if I had ever uh, dressed up at one of the comic book conventions we went to, and I said no. But you never mentioned about the Harry Potter had movies. They, had they asked about that, I would have been like, yep, everyone. <laughs> I have to say, I've dressed up for the comic book conventions because I wore a nice dress shirt to conventions when we were doing interviews. Okay. But not not cosplay. Not, not cosplay. No. Which, I've never done cosplay. And then this also spurred like a bunch of other questions like, so, have you ever played Dun- or no? Do you play Dungeons and Dragons? Like I have, and then we stopped hanging out with that friend. <laughs> um, and it was like she also asked, "Do you have any Magic the Gathering cards?" I was like, "Yes, I do." <laughs> and I was like, "Are you a closet nerd? Because you know a lot about this." <laughs> and and then she was like, "I've dated a lot of nerdy guys." There's file a- file that away for later, <laughs> right? <laughs> Did you like say dated? That's past tense. Looking. <laughs> but I was like, is she LFG right now? Looking for a group? <laughs> Probably not. World of Warcraft. That, that was a very nerdy But wouldn't reference. it be LFN? Looking for nerd? No, looking for group. Because that's actually something people say on there. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but you're the I nerd. Know, but I understand what you're going yeah. for, John, but I was making But what Paul more... said actually works. On nose reference. Yeah, I don't Paul's play. half in the bag. Uh, I'm, I'm not a fucking nerd. I don't, I don't play uh, World At of Warcraft. At least three, three quarters. I, I really do enjoy looking over and seeing Paul holding these big, tall beers in his hand. And then when he takes his huge gulp out of them, it's hilarious. And you can tell when, when Paul's trying to get You can it. tell when Paul's really getting liquored up because his eyes get really squinty. <laughs> <laughs> like Joseph Gordon-Levitt over here. But just, just look, and you tell me when you can see the whites of his eyes when you look you, at you him. You can't. It's impossible. <laughs> but I mean, the first reason we do this is for friendship. Yeah. Uh, the second reason is our listeners, because mm-hmm. we love that feedback that you never give us. You're so withholding. <laughs> we have, and we have we so you. many, we have so many listens. Why, why don't you talk to us? We have a few. We, and we do. 
we we have friends of the shows that do submit stuff to us, like Steve, who told us what beer to drink today, and also gave us the spin the bottle idea. And then our other listener, Lawrence, who and actually, also the uh, sound like a uh, record with a helium balloon. Uh, which we're just speeding up the podcast a little bit in the yeah, don't, section. Sometime. Don't speed it up, just pitch it up. We talk fast as it is. It's going to be... Uh, yeah, Paul's only... not going to be able to do that tonight, so okay. let's remind him tomorrow to do but, that. But we also had... Uh... I'm not posting it tonight. Remember earlier in the podcast when I said too lazy? Remember it's not it... laziness. It is now I can no longer see keys on Re- my keyboard. Remember earlier when you could see Paul's whole eye... <laughs> But uh, listener Lawrence actually submitted a question for us. Yes, uh, let me load that up now. I have my hands full with beer. So <laughs> he's fumbling around a lot. I, yes. I love that Paul. Like, and he also has beers in his we hand. We didn't actually tape the beers to Paul's hand because he's he works the board and everything. But he refuses to switch hands. He, I he he's drank, holding he on to the it. one out of his left hand, and now the one's in his right hand, and he won't switch it to the left. I will not. It is permanently in his right hand right because now. Because this is the, it is the essence of the whole spin the bottle. I really, and I really wanted to get the Edward Bomber hands. I'm sorry. That's okay. I, I can just do it on my I'm, own. I'm okay but, I didn't, because as I said when we took our break to shotgun the beer, I go to the bathroom a lot during the podcast, <laughs> and that would just be terrible. Yeah, you do. You haven't gone once yet, though. So, I, I, it's, it's sitting there. So things that we've gotten on Twitter since uh, we said this, uh, that we were going to do this listener episode, is uh, at I have been good says, I love Omega Red, but that was in response to something we posted, which was yes. the uh, Irish celebration of St. Paddy's Day. The, of a uh, always bet on red. Always bet on red because I put up a picture of a siren t-shirt. Oh, siren, yeah. Because I was like, man, a siren t-shirt would be awesome. And then I completely forgot about that and started looking at the Kelly Kapowski t-shirts. <laughs> but uh, since oh. then, we also oh, got at Lawrence Guest. Who says, uh, well, I'm going to paraphrase. Is there anything, is there anything any of you guys pick up from Dynamite Comics? At Dynamite Comics. Uh, there is not, for me personally, Dynamite never interests me as a publisher because they do the, um, Alan Moore, not Alan Moore, who's the really stiff artist? Alex Everett. Ross. Alex Ross. There we go. Uh, he does a lot of the covers for them. Does yeah. a lot of covers for them <clears throat> with their, like, um, Public domain characters. Like the superpowers, yeah. The Shadow, the Spider. Um I've actually picked up um I picked up a couple stuff. I've never continued on. Um I picked up when they did um what is it? Um Miss You picked up go ahead. Oh I'm sorry, I, I didn't know what the, uh I picked up um Mrs. Steed and uh or Mrs. Peel and Steed. It was a um Avengers, the old TV show one. Hmm. Uh, it was being written. It was written by um, I think Mark Wade, the British television show yeah, Avengers. Yeah. Avengers, yeah. I think Mrs. With Peel a bowler cap. Yeah, uh, not a bowler, uh, bowler cap. Bowler cap. Um, I picked up that. I picked up. I I try. I pick up. I picked up Shadow Number One. I picked up Green um, Green Hornet. Hornet. I, Kevin Smith. I, uh, Kevin Smith, and I picked up a couple of the other ones. It. It's always farther down the line in um, my previews magazine mm-hmm. that I always kind of forget about it or I thumb past it. Um, those are the books that I probably would read. 
I do check them out when I see something new is coming out. Um, and it's always something that I'm like, I'll just get it in trade. There's not that one marquee character that I'm very interested in. You know, with, because honestly, Image has Invincible, which I'm like, oh, I should have been reading Invincible this whole time. In- Invincible is so good too. I have all those trades. Exactly. Dynamite, I like, the Shadow? Green Hornet? Meh. Like, you know, I, I never feel like there's a reason for me to seek out. Because, seriously, with uh, Dynamite, you have to seek those books out. Because if you're lucky enough to live near a comic book shop that would carry Dynamite books, one, feel very lucky. Uh-oh. Two, uh, you know, I'm glad that you have the choice to buy those books. Because my, our comic book store... Like, if you can, you kind of have to pre-order those you get, books Yeah, something you like that, you got to order it. If it's to, a number one, he might bring it in. You do mm-hmm. have to order it, but there will be, like, one random issue on the shelf. If, yeah. If, like, the stuff like the Warlord of Mars, like, yeah. the, like the Dejah Thoris books. Um, I have picked up stuff from Dynamite before. It's not a company I consistently go back to. Uh, all their Army of Darkness stuff, I... I did read those because in Danger Girl, right? Are they no uh, from Danger? Well, There's a cliffhanger, aren't they? That was cliffhanger, which was in like a campaign almost from Wildstorm, which has okay. been folded into DC now. Uh, but they do Danger Girl now, like it's been moved over to them. Mm-hmm. I haven't picked up any of it. I've thought about it. I've wanted to. Is it because Scott Campbell isn't doing Scott it? Scott Campbell doesn't do the art. Andy Hartnell's still writing it, but. Here's the thing. I'm just waiting for that eventual trade that will come out that has like the three or four miniseries that they've done. Mm-hmm. Actually, the new one just started up Trinity, which is being solicited now. Uh, as soon as you wanted that just came out. As soon as that trade comes out, I'm buying it, and it's going to go on the shelf with my Danger Girl Ultimate Collection. Yeah, you love but Danger Girl. Their uh, Army of Dar- Darkness books have been a lot of fun. Um, that's actually where I learned about Nick Bradshaw, who was doing art on Jason Aaron's Wolverine and the X-Men. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Like, that's what introduced me to this creator who has such a fun, expressive style that's mm-hmm. like, it's perfect on Army of Darkness, and strangely enough, it works <laughs> on a Wolverine and the X-Men book. But, uh, Dynamite, they're not a company that I go to a lot because it's a lot of licensed material and Licensed books, they're so hit or miss. Yeah. Like, we, we've talked about that a lot with the Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. And even the Buffy... We can mention it right now with uh, Lawrence Guest. Yeah. Stop reading all other Star Wars books other than the Brian Wood Star Wars. <laughs> because we we tried. We tried the... Uh, what was it? The... Jedi Storm? Force Jedi. Storm? It was called Force Storm, but was it... But that's not the one that we were told to the no, Jedi. we were told the one... Like, we were told yeah. the one, like... Two trades after that, the run after yeah, that. But and you bought the wrong one by accident, Paul. I did buy the Well, it was the one that was... It was the trade that was available to me at the time. It's not the trade you deserved. No. Um, <laughs> But Brian Wood's Star Wars over at Dark Horse is... Great. It's fantastic. Hopefully you're reading the Brian Wood one, at least. Yeah. Hopefully we've hyped it up enough that you're like... And if not, yeah. then we've got a begging board bike coming out soon. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Even the Buffy... In Angel books over at Dark Horse right now, they're okay, but it's mm-hmm. it's not at the level of that 
Brian Woodstuff. I, as much as I love it and have been reading it for years now, it never has been. Like that excitement's not there when I see Buffy or Angel or like Willow on the, on the stands. Is there anything at Dynamite that you would, well, you've mentioned, but Jonathan, is there anything that you would recommend? Because you've tried. Um, <clears throat> like, yeah. is there anything that you said, you know, if I had more money, if I had unlimited amount of, amount of money, I would definitely read. I think I would probably read, like, the, the Shadow stuff. I forget who's, it was a writer that I do enjoy that was writing that. Well, they, um, ha- they had Kevin Smith doing the Green Hornet stuff. Yeah. Nothing really. I I want Dynamite to be more like a boom, where mm-hmm. when Boom comes out with something, I take a little bit more note of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also do a lot of licensed books, but boom also does. more licensed kid friendly books, like with Boom Kid. What is it? Boom Kids, or what's it? I, I think it's just like Kaboom. 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 Yeah, that's it, it. it was Boom Kids, and then they changed it to Kaboom. Um, even I'm just at Dynamite's website right now, and I'm scrolling through their books, and it's licensed, 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 mm-hmm. licensed, licensed. I, I want them to come out with something that's like, oh, here's something new. Mm-hmm. In Red Sonia, to, do they have that? They have Red they, Sonia. They have that. You know what? The Boys is probably a book I would pick up and try out. No, no, yeah. because there was that trade that I didn't order it. That, yeah, but it was like like trade. Yeah, seven. It, was, it was like number ten. It was in my pull list, and I was like, oh, this is weird. John must have had this. And I was like, yeah, here you go. And you're like, no, I don't, I don't read that. The voice so is you, Carthana, there, right? Yeah. yeah. There is a trade sitting on my sh- uh, shelf because I never took it back to the comic book store to be like, hey, well, I got this in my stack. Hmm. It's not, I didn't want it. It's there. It's yours. I paid. I'll take, all right. I'll I give you paid, the money for it. You're I supposed paid, to take no. it back. You were. Yeah, but it was, it was put on the shelf. And it's just been sitting okay, there, and it, that was months the, ago. You, can, you don't have to give me the money. You can just take I'm it. I'm going to give you the money for it. But I, when I I'm going to take you out to dinner, and then you're going to give me that trade, and then we're going to call it even. But I, it's it's yours. You don't have to take me out for dinner. You you can just have it. It's been sitting on my dresser for like six months now. Just take it. I thought you'd returned it. I, I meant to, and it got buried underneath my stack of shame. Like, I started, cause it was a trade paperback, other trade paperbacks got put down on top of it. And, oh, but as, a shame. as I've, as I've gone through, uh, Dynamite's offerings, they have the licensed book for the TV show Grimm coming out, and it's like, I, I like the show. Do I want to read that book though? And I look and it's, like, story by, uh, David Greenwald, who was a writer on Buffy and Angel, writer on the show, script by someone else that I don't know. It, it, it's tough. Like Dynamite, there's someone I I do look at, but just hasn't stepped up to that level for me yet. No. Yeah. I have to say that I do love that Mark Hamill's uh, Twitter photo is the Simpsons version of him. If I had a Simpsons version of me... And not even from like the movie, when they had that whole thing where you could put a picture of yourself up. Producer Scott did it. Every, everyone did. I did it. I didn't do it. I didn't well, do it. Almost everyone did it. I'm a like third two. of the bag board casted. At and that I am time, one... at that time, half the bag board casted. 
Um, I, I did it. But if I was on The Simpsons, yeah, I'd probably put that up as my picture. I am about three sips away from finishing the second. Hey, hey you and did it. Gun. And then you have a tilt in front of you. No, I'm not. I don't, <laughs> no. no. We'll save those tilts for a terrible day when they need to be done. What, what, when we have a, a tilt bet going on, uh, one of the emails we did get in was um, from a, a viewer that, or listener. Um, they loved our Mary F. Kill not episode that we did. And they have a couple uh, Mary F. Kills for us. Okay. Uh, Storm. It's been a while. It's been a while since we've yeah, done it. Has, it was a two. It was the not this past Valentine's Day, but the, the Valentine's, Valentine's Day before it. Previous, yes. Uh, so you got Storm, Rogue, and Psylocke. But your mutant power is you're immune. <laughs> you're immune to other mutants' powers. So you can like touch Rogue. You don't have to worry about anything with. Uh, There's some thought put into this. The psychic ability yeah. with. Uh, Who for this Psylocke. listener? Well, so or th- that just you, means you not going to know how nervous I am. You arouse uh, Storm so much that she crackles like lightning. You know, you don't have to worry about that. Okay. Um, Paul's finishing that innocent <laughs> gun. I guess I'll go first. Um, he did it. I have to say that this is the most uh, proud that I've ever been. <laughs> On this podcast, <laughs> not, not that we hit a hundred thousand listens. No, no, no. Paul but we weren't recording when we that happened. Okay, like while recording, this is the most proud. We could have been. been. We record at weird times. We, yeah, but I wouldn't have known. But I kind of planned out one sixty nine to happen like during that one hundred thousand. <sighs> it's all Paul, Paul Mark. Paul's pulling those strings. You no, know, I, I try to be a. I try to have more than one I try reason. To be a Later, you guys don't pay attention to me. I'm glad that you don't pay attention to me, Midlothian. Uh, no, but I tried to have more than one reason to do anything. Good, good, good. All right, so uh, Chris, um, this is okay. Kill Storm. Yeah. Uh, I I feel I might agree with this I, all over. I this. I do like Storm a lot. I Paul, I feel like you probably will. She's been married. Once already, and I'm, it didn't last. I'm looking forward to uh, Brian Wood writing Storm in X Men. I like X-Men. well, the yeah, X Men book right, coming right, out right. with all the ladies, uh, which also has Storm and Rogue in it. <laughs> um, I, I liked her and being Kitty Pride. Yeah, I like no, her. Not Kitty Pride. Kitty Jubilee. Kitty Pride's in it as well, but they're not involved in this. Okay, sorry. Um. I'm sorry, I just finished off two innocent guns. Yeah. You're, we're proud of you, Paul. <laughs> we're very proud. We're glad we don't have to talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like Storm being brought on as that anchor to Scott Summers when they started off on Candy X-Men. But she's still just not that character for me. Um, and Mary Rogue? I love me a redhead. I, I like that her mutant power is not going to affect me and drain right. the life from me. Plus, she's going to be really happy about that. She will be. Um, I like her accent, too. Yeah. Not that Psylocke does have an accent as well, uh, which I would, the I, British over Southern. But I uh, want to be called Sugar. Yeah. I, all I, the time. I, I, I want me some Sugar. Um, so, fuck Psylocke. She's great. I, I love Psylocke. Something fierce. Mm-hmm. But Rogue is like she's in that upper echelon of X Men characters for me. Uh, I I think I'm gonna I'm gonna do the exact same as you, and mainly because uh, Psylocke 
would probably not want to have anything to do with me after I had sex with her. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit too prissy there. A little bit, and yeah. I think I think uh, I could get along well with Rogue, and she'd just be happy that she can touch somebody. Uh, one somebody touch me. <laughs> Number one reason to marry Rogue: Southern cooking. Oh, I didn't even consider that, but as soon as you Come said, on. I was like, yes, that mac and cheese is going to be delicious. <sighs> biscuits. Come on. Every Biscuits day. and gravy? Every, Every breakfast? Day. Come on! Come on! Yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's no, no, no. Seriously, come on now. <laughs> like, <laughs> Southern cooking is amazing. I, that that That's a great call that never even crossed my mind. I, um... Versus English food? Awesome. You know, yeah, we can I, have I, some cool fun. It can be fun every once in a while, but... No, you just want to have it every once in a while. Much like how, you know, you would want Psylocke. Uh, I went through the emails to pull like pull out mo- pull out the ones that were really the good mm-hmm. ones for us. Um, the cream of the crop. The cream of the crop. And I I put this on the back to go with this this one because it actually has another question later on that has the same people. But uh, I figured like let's do one more uh, F Mary kills here. Uh, Sue Richards. You can say fuck. <laughs> Sue, Mary, Sue, don't be Sue Richards. Mary, you haven't heard the rest yet though. Doesn't matter. Okay. Sue Digby. Ellen Baker. Baker. What's uh, Animal Man's wife? Baker. Baker, right? Baker. 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 B-A-K-E-R. Yeah. Sue Digby. Can I have you use in a sentence? Digby or... uh, You spelled it. Remember me spelling B. Or Sue Richards. Uh, Okay. This is really for Paul. So, uh, Sue Digby, you can get pregnant, but you'll die as soon as she becomes (laughs) pregnant. So, it's fine. Uh, Wait, so what... You fuck her. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because as soon as she becomes pregnant, boom, DC will kill her. So you don't need to worry about a pregnancy scare. Uh, <laughs> which which is cause to worry. Sir Richards, if you, you have to marry. If you haven't had one of those in your life, you haven't lived. And then uh, who was the last one? Ellen. Ellen uh, Baker. Animal Man's wife. Animal. She's, she's kind of give you crazy babies. Yeah, she's kind of been mean in, in Animal Man, so just kill her. Uh, I think I would kill uh, Ellen Baker. Um, I'd, I'd fuck Sue Richards. I'd marry Sue uh, Dinby. Because she just seems like she'd be the most fun. Like, she's the one that's, like, yeah, let's go on, solve mysteries together. Let's let's just have fun. Let's hang out with the other uh, Justice League guys. John, you've swayed my my argument there. She's the fun one. I was going to kill her <laughs> because she's dead anyway. Yeah. No big loss there. But no, that's that. But that's if you point. if you make her alive, she's pregnant. Uh, yeah, but that's I'm dating a girl with a kid, like whatever. I I thought you were going to throw that at Paul. John just threw the the question Did in the garbage. Did I get it in the box? I so I, I guess kill Ellen Baker because I don't know anything about her really. So she's really whiny. No, no loss there. She's so I, I guess oh, she was grounding force for the whole Animal Man trades with Grant Morrison, like why he wanted to be a family man. But yeah, that means nothing to me yeah. then. So I, I guess just fuck Sue Richards. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, I guess it'd be it, fun it to depends on what with, but. Yeah, she'd be fun mm-hmm. to adventure with, but I think Sue Dibney would make the adventures fun. In uh, 
The reason I put that in there is because somebody wrote, and this was for Paul directly, who's the better couple? The Richards, the Bakers, or the Digby? The Digby. The blah, 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 blah. And I thought that was like, I was like, I gotta pull this right away. This is a perfect question for Paul. This is a... Who's the, the Digbys are a great ghost detective couple. They're they're great together. They really are. Uh, the Bakers are great as a superhero family that's trying not to be a superhero family. And the Fantastic Four, Marvel's first family, they they relish in being the superheroes because that's what that's who they are. So, if I was to pick a perfect couple. It has to be the Fantastic Four. Yeah, Sue but, and Reed. And then... Sue, the Sue... Then... Elongated, is, elongated man's wife, like, she was such a... She was so I understand. cool that they made her a Justice... You know, they made yeah, her a yeah. Justice League member. Just that's because, why, like... That's why yeah, I put a number there. two. And then the Bakers, because now that they're kind of, like, in this rough patch and they might begin to split up and everything... Like, that's why they're number three. That's why Only <laughs> because of the new 52. Because they deal with real world things. Like, having to split up because of Rot World. Yeah. Really. Didn't one of their kids die too? Yeah. Was it the kid, the boy? Yeah. Eh. Red. So the creepy girl's still alive? Yeah, because she's part of the red. red she's the rum. avatar. Red rum. Yeah, she's been drinking the red rum. I, just... <laughs> I think the better couple is the. Elongated man and his wife, Ralph and Sue. Well, Paul's you taking would. a call through this. Hopefully they have a question for us. <laughs> well, I, I answered my question. I'm good. You did. Uh, the other, the question that somebody wrote in for you, Chris. I have a question? You have a question oh, that somebody man. wrote in for you. Uh, who would want to win in a fight? Buffy, River, or Echo? Hmm. They must know you're a huge Joss Whedon I am fan. A, I'm a big Joss Whedon fan. That's... Well, it really depends on what personality Echo has loaded. So... I think it's in the frame of mind where they're all free. Is, is it that Echo that jump, where she's... She can, she can jump into any okay. of them. I, that's what, I don't know. That's just what somebody wrote. Okay, that's... They just wrote, like, this is a we question suppose, for Chris. We can't suppose too much because she could have that southern housewife Right. Program loaded. Where she's it's, just making biscuits it's, and gravy. It's the echo in the apartment. Oh, which, I would love the heck out of her. Which, if they were having a cookoff, <laughs> yes, echo would win. It's it's whoa the, whoa whoa. I don't know how well Rogue could make biscuits and gravy. Come on, come on. Y- y- I don't think you can fuck that up. Well, well she can't, I could. She can't, she can't touch a guy, but she can. You know, with the fastest way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Though. Yeah. Um, but I'd imagine it's the echo that's in that apocalyptic world that's. Free to use all those personalities inside. Okay, that 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 was my other. That's probably what you're going for, but I like the idea of like. Well, no, <laughs> it's, she, the, it's the nerdy librarian. That, it's like that could be. Just, <laughs> she just she just walks in and River River Tam just snaps her neck. That could just be like <laughs> that doting housewife. Who knows? Serenity, right there, River Tam. Yeah. Well, well, well somebody wrote question. in to Chris, like to Chris, who would oh. win in a fight. Buffy, River, or Echo. Paul, did you ever watch Dollhouse? They actually had all their the whole names of everyone in there. Oh no, I thought Echo was a comic book character. Echo, like from Daredevil. Okay, so oh. no, it was the Echo from Dollhouse. From Dollhouse, oh, I don't know. It's a it's Dollhouse a Joss, is actually it's a Joss Whedon question. It's on uh, 
It's on uh, Netflix, so... It's I good. I, it. I definitely recommend it. It starts off kind of okay, and that's all just because Fox was like, no, you need to do it this way to make it accessible. Mm-hmm. And then they cancel it anyways. And then it ramps uh, up in that second season, and you want more. Yeah, it was one of those shows that, like, Chris... Chris got the DVD, we sat around, we watched it all, and then when the second season came out, we got together every week to to watch it, because Lost was over. Yeah, we needed a show to jump on. Um, This this is tough, and I'm I'm taking Buffy's support group out of it, so it's, it's just yeah, it's, it's her alone. It's just arena fight. I, I think Echo's the first one to go. If anything, it's down between Buffy and River. You really don't know too much of what River's capable of. That's the thing. She was able to slaughter that whole room of... Uh, yeah. With, without, like, a scratch on her. I, I, And that's the thing. Like, I do think... Because I was going to go more towards Buffy... She's because got she's strength, got the strength. She's got the speed. She's got the fighting capability. She's got the experience. Yeah. But River but, is just that programmed killer. Yeah. We don't know what she's actually had to do. And and that's the thing. That's what I have to say, like, River pulls it. But then Buffy will come back. And then with <laughs> her friends can take River down. That That's this next season, though. Yeah, <laughs> you don't see it, but yeah, just from that, uh, those three, I gotta go River, and I, I love me some Buffy. Uh, yeah, I think even River, even though the the comic book's kind of like, eh, when, I still read it. I when, love Buffy. When I was when I read this thing, I said, oh man, I think I would have to go with Echoes out right away. But I think it was. I think she could hold her own for a while. I though. think she could hold her own for a good bit, but I think. But between the two of them, the the, the other two are more. Ready to just pop her off. But yeah, I think River would be the one. It would be a knockdown, brutal fight between Buffy and River, though. I disagree. Supernatural always wins versus science. Because Supernatural doesn't need to play in by Whoa. any rules. Okay, you're just bringing in the whole, like, man of faith, man of science thing here. Uh, Buffy you... will win because Buffy will always so, be as strong as in Giant story Space needs. Carpenter versus sci- Science. Hmm. That's. That's where you're going wait, for. Wait, wait, what did you just say? I just made this big. He said giant space carpenter versus science. That's what That's he said. Because Paul went supernatural versus science. Yeah, because supernatural can be as large or as powerful as the story needs. But versus here, science, but, which is but based it, in reality. Here, here's the and thing. Proof here's, and evidence. Here's the thing. Anytime Buffy's got knocked down, it's because other people were there to help her to get to that point. If it was Xander coming in and shooting an arrow to distract him long enough mm-hmm. to get that get that one over him, if it was other people casting a spell to pull out that person's strength, I think just knock down brutal fight. I think I think River might have this. I mean, she is a slaughtering machine. No power in the verse can stop her. Whereas I think Buffy, who was able to knock boots and destroy a planet, would have this because she got all... She was... 
No, 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 because... Oh, because there's a scene where her and Spike, like... Yeah. That, that does they, happen. They, they yeah. brought a house down around them. Yeah, because... No, this is what happens Here, and here's in the, the Buffyverse, where she gets all this power, and it does it's not limited, because it's supernatural-based. It doesn't need to be explained. Buffy and Angel, like, tear apart reality when they do it in the comics, so... Yeah, so Buffy wins versus everybody else. So, Paul votes on the side of religion. <laughs> Giant, spa- Giant needs space carpenter. No, space needs no reason. Space, uh, faith has no reason. That's why it's faith. But not faith, Buffy. Because uh, Buffy I, wins over faith. She does, but faith is just a cooler character. Like, I, I look forward more to Angel and Faith than I do the Buffy comic. Only watching four seasons of uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You need to Slayer. finish that. Yeah, you to finish You've that had up. like 16 years to do it. All. <laughs> I know, but still, I just can't get past the... But When they blow up the school, I'm done. Okay, but wh- I'm not done until I know if there was a question for John in all of this. <laughs> there actually wasn't. Oh, oh, listeners, you suck. Uh, or do you... You know how to well, do. Well, you know things. what? Here's 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 one that yes, I, nobody ever writes. John. I, yeah, I uh, at I don't John have, at bagmanboardcast.com. Yeah, we yeah I uh I don't know. I'm such middle of the road kind of guy. Uh, but here's here's a great one for us. Like, what is your favorite personal moment off the show with your co-hosts? And um, I think like we were, I had mentioned this. We were talking about this last last no two weeks ago. When we were at Mighty Taco? <laughs> yeah, we did. I need to pee first. Okay. Uh, and this is probably, this is from almost 12 years ago, Paul, when you and I became really good friends and then best friends. But my favorite moment with you outside of the show was when you first got glasses. <laughs> Paul had worn contacts. Paul, Paul I've been had... wearing contacts to work. Almost all the you time. Never, you never had glasses. I have not had glasses he, because he, and, contacts and were is, so cheap with my eye prescription that I would be able to get them and this for is, five bucks. This and is, this is who like, would not pick that? This is like 12, 12 years ago. Yeah. So Paul's finally got glasses. He's wearing glasses. We're working in a, we're working like in a kitchen. He opens up the dishwasher and the steam comes out and it fogs up his glasses. And I'm like, watch Paul, and Paul like grabs the sides of uh, of the dishwasher and the rack across from, and he like buckles his knees. And I look at him, I'm like, you all right, dude? And he's like, the glasses unfog, and he's like, I thought I was going blind. <laughs> and I was just like, what? What? So I go, oh, my glasses fogged up, and I thought I was going blind <laughs> because I realized what happened after all that happened. Like, you know, the buckling and yeah, the right? grabbing. Because they fog and, up, uh, and then all of a sudden, they, they this the, the moisture goes away. And then you realize you're wearing glasses. Because, honestly, you forget. You know, they're on your face. You kind of forget. Unless you're thinking about, hey, I'm wearing glasses right now, you kind of forget about it. Especially when you're so used to wearing contacts or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, they ne- contacts, contacts never fog. It's, it's not a, that's not a thing. But I just thought that it was... That was one of the funniest things. And it just like, oh, that's Paul. Yep. <laughs> it's like, no. why wouldn't you assume we were going blind if you were not used to wearing glasses? Exactly. exactly. Like for a good five, six yeah, and years. And here's the thing, like, and, and like, I, I've like always worn glasses. It's been the last 
like two years that I've had contacts, but like I would go out, I'd shovel, I'd be fine, I'd walk inside, and my glasses would fog up. It like that. It was no thing coming in from a winter in Buffalo into your house, your glasses would fog. But mm-hmm. I just always thought like it was the funniest thing how just he just the bolted, overreaction. He bolted to the sides and he's like. Ah. No, I'm fine. Like, it was like <laughs> I was thinking to Nope, I'm alright. <laughs> I was thinking stroke? Some sort of like weird thing was happening. I don't know what's going on. I better make sure I don't fall and crack my head on something. There there is Oh. I'm completely I okay. Say, like, I know what's happening being, now. Being friends of, with Paul is always one of the most entertaining things. I really well, I have to say that. And my my favorite Paul moment, it's very similar. Because Paul used to be like strict vegetarian. Yes. And the ovo one... lacto. Not very strict. Okay. I wasn't vegan. You weren't ovo, vegan, but lacto ovo or ovo lacto. So you I didn't would eat, eat eggs and I would have dairy. And we used to go to KFC Taco Bell after we went comic book shopping. <laughs> yep. That would be the Every, big That was our weekly thing. That like, was our we weekly go, thing. We'd all go buy comic books together and we'd go to KFC Taco Bell. Paul would always get mashed potatoes with no gravy. And then the one day he decided to finally get the chicken. And upon finishing his meal, he was like, I have to go to the bathroom. And then left. And then just 15 minutes later, it comes back just like so dejected. And he okay. He's like, I feel so sick. Is it because I ate chicken? He's <laughs> like, no, it's because you ate Kentucky Fried Chicken. Like, Everyone feels that way after they eat it. I had to say, I destroyed that bathroom. Not with anything that should have happened in that bathroom, but with vomit. (laughs) With what it deserved. Um, And and Paul, you thought my favorite Paul moment would actually be you when we were going to Buff State. And you were ordering (laughs) your chicken fingers ping in Canadian. But you were pretending. That's all I had. Because you were pretending to be Canadian. (laughs) I have uh, no bank account. (laughs) I'm from uh, Canada. That's how Paul was doing his like French Canadian. I have not uh, had a chance to open bank account and exchange my money. And meanwhile, the girl behind the counter is like, "Yeah, it's fine. We'll take it." Like, just... I honestly was out of money. I had no money in yeah, my bank yeah, account. And we, All we... I had to be able to feed myself was this Canadian money that I had. Like forever, like that I scrounged up and like put in my pocket for and that I day. Think, well, I think we would just we had just gotten back from going to Canada, so you. Had I think that, that was like the after the weekend that we went to the haunted house. Yeah, where Paul you, broke his flip flop. Where Paul yeah. broke his flip flop, and then we're stuck in this room, and the, the haunted house is all like completely dark. Like you're yeah, not. It's just black. You're f- kind of following a red dot, like in front of you. Yeah, there's like a red light. To and follow. this is also this is like probably my second favorite. Paul this is a great one because it was it was Chris, Paul, myself. Paul had a girlfriend. Chris and I were single, and then who I married? Paul's, I've only had Paul's really two wife, girlfriends. His, his girlfriend, his girlfriend at the time, his mm-hmm. wife now. Three of her friends, and it was really awkward. We didn't really know. Kate wasn't there. Kate wasn't there. No, it was three of Kate's friends yeah. and the three of us. So it was really weird. We go into this place called Screamers. And we're walking. I was like, I'll it, go first. Here, I don't care. And here's the thing. Fun it's fact, a haunted it, house. It's a haunted yeah. house up in Niagara Falls in a touristy area called Tourist Trap Hills. Yeah. And Screamers, they have a website where you can go online and 
find pictures of people in their haunted house. Like, they take pictures just randomly. So you can see how scared people are. This is true. You can look this up right now. And, And there's this one section you go into, and you're blocked in. You're stuck in this, like, small hallway, and you can't go forward, and you can't go back. And it sucks. I was bringing up the rear of the group, and I... Paul, I don't know if you were like first or if you were like Paul a little bit was further right back. behind me. Yeah, so okay. I was second, second. And Paul's like, "Just go back, just go back." And I was like, "I can't. The door is not <laughs> up there now." And and here's the thing: this is a haunted house that's so scary. You can yell out screamers, and they let you and out. It's not really that scary. It's just pitch black that you're fumbling. You're you're just, you're just watching for the red lights. You're, yeah. you're watching that red light. There's a chainsaw noise, but he, this is the moment that is my favorite one. My second favorite moment with Paul is Paul just grab. He's holding the back of my shirt in just a fist, <laughs> so tight, and it's so tight. I'm just, white knuckle, and he's he's. It, I'm trying to walk, and he's just doing. And I'm finally like, Paul, here, just hold my hand. And he's like, What? No. And I'm like, No, Paul, trust me, you you're really fucking bothering me by holding the back of my shirt. So yeah. Paul and I are like holding hands going through this thing. I don't think were you holding hands with the girls or yeah. just okay. Yeah. I was. just thought it would always be really funny that it was just you and me holding hands walking through this. Uh but as soon yeah. as I held your hand, I'm like And you felt safe. And I love that like in the same haunted house, like Chris got a little bit separated from us. I did. <laughs> and the guy, the guy with the chainsaw, who's there to scare us at the very end, like you walk yeah. through and like you're like, oh, I'm safe. And then a guy comes out wearing a hockey mask and he has a chainsaw. And what's really funny is he jumps out. He jumps out. He scares all the girls and then he turns around and he sees Chris and it scares him and he's like, oh. And then Chris is just like. I'm with them. And he's like, oh, and he, like, he lets them pass. But I always thought it was funny that Chris scared the chainsaw guy. I'm a giant in the ring. <laughs> like, that's all. We have a lot of favorite Paul moments. Yeah. Do me now. Do me now. Okay. Nothing. Dead air. Uh, he's okay. <laughs> you know, I like, I think with you, Chris, like, you and I have so many moments together. It's, yeah, we yeah. just went to high school together. And we, we went to high. We've we've been best friends for sixteen years. I I would say probably my favorite John moment is being in study hall and writing on those. <laughs> we, we were in study hall together, and it was like a math classroom, so they had these erasable like whiteboards that you could draw graphs and stuff on. And when we were in study hall, like other classes would be getting out of lunch, and they had to walk past our room. And John would write notes on the boards, like, looking for a prom date. My mom will drive us anywhere. And hold them up because as people are walking past him, they're just looking in. So John's, like, holding this up. Yeah, they were good. Like, you know, will you go to the prom with me? My mom will drive us anywhere afterwards. Like, yeah. (laughs) But it's – and it's that's one of those, like, standout moments – like, we've been friends for, like, 14... 16, 16 years. Holy shit, we're old. We've been friends for <laughs> so long. That's more than half my life. There's... Exactly. Like, exactly. That's yeah. where we and, are. And it's kind of like, what's that... What's your favorite moment of the week? You know? Yeah, it's we, kind yeah. of like that kind of stuff. Just like when we decide, like, one night, it's like, oh, we're going to refer to things as being, like, just like in Die Hard. Just like in Die Hard, yeah. And, yeah. That... <laughs> Like, when you say something like, man, Paul drank two innocent guns, just, just like, like in, in Die, Die Hard. Hard. Or, that's 
Paul's, or, or Paul's climbing. Paul, Paul climbs over the back of me to go pee, just like in Die Hard. And, and that's how it, <laughs> Paul's straddling John, but it, <laughs> just like in Die Hard. Just like in Die Hard. And this, like, this is a like daily thing for us. Yeah, it's like we're we're driving we're driving to the podcast. There's a bird eating like fries out of a McDonald's bag that's on the thing, and I'm like, oh, that bird's eating fries out of a McDonald's bag, just like in Die Hard. Yeah, it's. We've had so many great moments, and we've we've lived together for what, like, th- like three, three years. years now. <laughs> okay, this this is a little bit morbid, but whatever. Um, I I just started a new job, as I've said before. When I was going through my benefits package, looking at everything, I looked at the bereavement time just to see like what I'm eligible for if someone close to me dies, and there there wasn't like. I get three days off of friend dies because I, I think of you as a brother. Like, if, if anything happened to you, I would be a wreck. Yeah. I'm on the, I'm on the verge of tears <laughs> thinking about it. Just like in Die Hard. Just like in Die Hard. Um, <laughs> still the Die Hard? Oh, the always. Die Hard. Well, we brought it back. Well, here's the thing. It's going to be around for this week and then we're going to forget gonna about forget it and about do something else. Until like a year later and, Somebody's gonna. <laughs> we forget about things, and they're like, "Didn't we have something to say?" What was that? What was that word that we thought was hilarious? Um, you know, I think probably my favorite moment. Wait, I don't get to my favorite John moment. Oh, well, we haven't even really. My my favorite John moment when I really thought, no, we're totally friends, <laughs> was definitely when we were working at a deli together. At a local uh, grocery store, where we decided that it would be really fun to have a shootout with. Like, we're this. having we're having quick draw, quick draw. We're with, having quick draw battles with, with squirt sa- bottles with the squirt bottles of sanitizer fluid. <laughs> where we just, we like, would, we we had to wear aprons, so we'd have like the handle would go in our at the side of our yeah, apron, like, on, our like hip, the side of the on, our, on our hip, yeah. And then we would turn around and then just start shooting each other with it, yeah. Except one time, <laughs> where this, this I'm a clutch. Paul's own favorite moment of himself, really. I'm no, just no, no, involved no. in it. But no, because instead of like you were concerned, but more concerned about how hilarious it was <laughs> than concerned for my own safety, where I knew that this guy loves comedy more than me. But I appreciate that we. We were shooting each other, we were shooting each other with it, and then Paul took a step and slipped, and his feet were over his head, and then landed, and I was like, I landed on, like, the neck of yeah. my neck. Yeah, his, his head was bent and, like, landed on This, this but, podcast could be very different right now, because you could just hear, like, John and I talking to Paul, like, yes, that was fun. <laughs> like, I was like an inch away oh from my God. talking through a like, computer. Yeah, he probably could have broken his neck. But it was so funny because seriously, like all of a sudden I just see like Paul and then I see his legs and like boom. And yeah, I thought that was hilarious. I, I still think back about that and like that's when we became best friends. <laughs> like that moment where he's just laughing so hard. But also just a titch. Concerned about my safety. Yeah, yeah. Well, One I, was, because- I wasn't actually. I wasn't concerned about your safety. I was worried about us getting in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Like, wait, how did he break his neck? Well, we were having quick draw fights with the sanitizer. Do you think that's safe? He said it was okay. It's it's sanitizer. <laughs> it One be. that you would have thought it would make the floor slippery. 
We agreed to do it near slicers that people warn us that will. Yeah, we had to wear we had to wear special gloves to like to clean them because they're gonna slice our fingers <laughs> off. And I grabbed one of the slicers to try to balance myself out. Yeah, he tried to balance himself as his legs were over his head. Like, tried to grab onto a slicer <laughs> that I might have been accidentally turning on at the same time. I don't even remember. <laughs> uh, my favorite John moment back then. Well, it's still a Paul moment, though. <laughs> yeah, no, we've, we've talked about Paul moments. Yeah, no, I know, but no, it's no, still... No. It's but still John's a- favorite... Or Paul's favor of John is is my John's is my favorite. reaction to yes, that reaction to that because I'm a klutz <laughs> and was, also you agreed to do something like that at work. Where I kisses, think it was my he idea. Kisses dudes at work. <laughs> well, now I kiss I kiss two old men's shoulders. I sneak up on them when they're not paying attention and I kiss their shoulder. But one of the other old guys came up with this. I just want to say that. So nothing's your own idea. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had a I had a favorite Chris moment, but now I've lost it. Paul, what's your favorite Chris moment? Just hanging out with him at Disney World. Yeah, right. Disney World, right? Yeah, we we were at Disney World. We now. were at Disney Land is in California. Okay. World I, is in Florida because World is so much bigger. Just think, Disney Land only has two parks. Disney World has four. See, Chris knows He's his stuff very well at that. And <laughs> Chris knows the hot spots to be in at Disney I, World. Here's the thing. I've, Chris, like, even wanted to go there I've like, done when my, he could afford it. He was researching these I've, parts. I've been researching forever because I plan out a trip and it falls through. I plan out the trip and it falls through. I, we were on the yeah. plane there, and I was like, something's going to happen. Yeah, we're going to get to the airport, I'm going to be like, Chris was carrying me a little bit as if he was planning to crash the plane himself. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was a diehard. Just like a diehard. They crashed the plane Diehard 2. Diehard 2. Just, like, just like in diehard. You don't, don't, you don't go any don't, further. Don't. Nope. Just, just like, like in diehard. Die That's all you need to say. Okay. Get on track with our... Okay. No, it was um, But, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, but in Disney, like, Chris, you were the guy that made Disney as fun as it could possibly be. Because that, that makes me happy. You know what will be fun to do. Like, I hated Splash Mountain. Am I glad I did it? Hell yeah. But um, would I ever do it again? Only under very certain circumstances. Right, riding with me. And... John Weatherwax. There we go. Um, fun. One of my favorite moments of that trip is when we were at Epcot. It was getting later in, at night. Like, mm-hmm. Sunday had gone down. Lights were coming on around the park. And we were in, like, the Japan pavilion. Oh, I was so drunk. <laughs> we, we were doing the whole drinking around the world thing. Like, where you stop in every country and you have an alcoholic drink. And, like, we had taken a break. We went to Ellen's Energy Adventure, yeah. which is, like, it's Ellen DeGeneres and Bill Nye the Science Guy. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> and we were like, I just want to sober up just a little bit so I can finish this and, trip and around the world. It's a 40-minute ride in air conditioning, uh-huh. which that time of year, even in, like, October, October. it was still hot out. Oh, it was 80-something degrees. We're, we're walking around the rest of uh, World Showcase, and it's, like... Lesbian runs up behind us and like puts her arm around mine. Yeah. It's like, hey, how's it going? And it's like, we're good. How are you? 
And I don't even remember what that was all about. Like, she was trying to make her girlfriend jealous or something. Yes, I don't even know. Uh, but then we all had... <laughs> We well, had, had hot sake. Yeah. No, we, we had, had hot sake in the, in the Japan pavilion. Yeah, so random. But that's the that's the kind of thing that only happens when you're with Paul. Um, in like the Chris and I, when we first met, it was probably one of those moments. It, it, I sat at his lunch table. We had a, we had a friend in common. We had a friend in common. Um, I sat down like I sat with them at lunch. I cracked the joke. Chris followed it up with a joke, and we kind of just looked at each other and we're like, "All right, we're best friends." <laughs> it was kind of that. It was that moment, and we were we were friends from from then on in junior high, yeah. till till now. And it's weird because it was like, what, like one year after we started going to junior high. It yeah. wasn't that first. Yeah, it was the year. second second year in junior high, and we already and had had that friend in common. We'd had that uh, friend Chris. in common, and I was I'd already had interaction with Chris. Where I was like, this guy's the biggest dork in the world. That was a huge because he had. Like, I say was like he I had mean, like these. He had these big. He had these big glasses. I had Napoleon Dynamite glasses. And then he had like when I first met him, it was for this English class where we had to like try to introduce ourselves and everything. And I'm looking at this guy, and he's got like a tie-dyed golden purple tie-dyed shirt with C-3PO on the C-3PO front. C-3PO's on the front, and R2D2 is on the back. The back. Yeah. And I'm looking at this guy like this guy's the biggest dork in the world. And I guess I was a closeted dork because I was. Just there like, was also the tie dye Yoda and Chewbacca shirt. I didn't. Have, I wanted that one. I didn't have. He wanted that one, but it it was it was probably like two weeks later that it hit. Like okay, we're best friends, and then I'm like I'm in English with you. And but my favorite moment out of all our bullshit that we've done together, Chris, it's been a is lot of probably. It's probably our biggest bullshit moment is when we were driving to Paul's parents' house and <laughs> Right? Chris already knows. The, and the, the the trucker voice? The trucker voice. And which I've made up stories <laughs> to involve myself being involved because I'm so jealous this, of this, this story. Is, this is like and this is a prime this, example this of just like the, John and I this hanging is the, out. This is the, the pivotal, like John and Chris moment, hey, I you. think. And what it is is what you doing with the moon? Chris, Chris and I are driving to Paul's house, and there's like an accident, and this trucker. You got him here. <laughs> All right, Paul. He's as as we're driving by, this trucker hops out of his truck and is like yelling at the ambulance people, like the, the ambulance. And so we're like, well, what could he be yelling about? And we kept coming up with stuff, but as we're doing it, we created this trucker voice and neither one of us can do it to this day we ruined it we because after those two have ruined it i can still yeah, like yeah, yeah, just you, make pretend like i know can, you do it wrong i know <clears throat> but it's good enough for what, me we lost our voices and then we'd start getting our voice back and then we'd throw the trucker voice again and we'd lose it it was this voice that both of us would do and basically the trucker voice would point out like you don't have a rearview mirror, you can't see behind you because you don't have a rearview mirror. Well, he would. It would be you can't see in the back because you ain't got no rearview mirror. You ain't got no rearview mirror. You can't see in the back. Yeah. He was basically saying the same thing forwards and backwards. <laughs> um, but it also started out with like, "Hey, that guy's." When we saw him popping out of the, the 
I, at the accident. This was so long ago. I swear there was someone dead on the side of the yeah, road. We, yeah, but that, <laughs> that could be that could boots. be because Paul has yeah. built this up so much. He's built it so much that like when when I met his work friends at when he worked at HSBC. Paul didn't whoa, want it. Whoa, whoa. Let's not mention. You don't work there anymore. I know. I used to work at GameStop. Who cares? Like right. you don't work there anymore. I care you because they just be held. Because... <laughs> okay. Doesn't matter. Okay. But all right. But, but doesn't matter. Those people said, mm-hmm. "Oh, you're the guy with the trucker," and they they start telling me the story, and I'm looking at them like, "This is not accurate at <laughs> all." Like these are not the events and how they fell. Paul wasn't there. And I, I was actually kind of mad at Paul for, for stealing my story. I don't mind that you steal my story, but tell my story correctly. Yeah, I wanted to tell your story better. <laughs> but it, it wasn't. No, no. It offended the person whose story it no, was no. about. They say they lost their trucker voice. And they, and John, you make it seem like almost immediately, but it was a good three no, weeks was, to four It was four a, weeks. It was yeah, a week. Yeah, it was a while. Like, and we were doing this good, voice constantly. constantly. Yeah, yeah, we were doing For it. A, basically a full month where you guys escalated the story yourselves. No, to, oh, no, 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 no. The, we did not story, escalate the story. The story was the same. We just kept saying new things about the trucker. The trucker would do different things. And what would he say in this situation? Much like and, how he did manage those boots. He did. Them that good was, driving that was, boots. That was when the trucker voice was created. Because it was like, oh, what do you think that trucker's saying? And then Chris kind of said something. And then I said something. And good I, trucking shoes. Those, those are good trucking shoes. I could use those for trucking. And... <laughs> And he demanded them off of the dead body. But that was, was our... there Was there a dead body there? <laughs> but that was it's, our joke about it. It's so And clouded. somehow, like, Paul worked that into, that was real. And also, the trucker was talking through our car to us. Yes. It's like, none of that happened. But here's what we <laughs> wish happened. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because it's a better story. But I and think... much like in How I Met Your Mother, sometimes you gotta... But I think, like, of all... Like, that is... The pivotal of our, like, our bullshit has continued on for 16 years, and that's a great, that's a great moment. And that's just a month of <laughs> We both, we both had to go to work like, I can help you. Hey! Like, I had no, no voice talking to customers. I, I lost my voice. Why? And then you tell them, like, like well, the trucker truck story. <laughs> yeah, you, t- you, you gotta, the you gotta voice. tell this story, and it hurts, it hurts to tell it. And <laughs> then as soon as like, hold on, let me see. Those are good drunken shoes, like he <laughs> tried do to it. do it. But we still can't do that voice. No. We can do a, like an approximation of it. Yeah. Right? Oh, such a good it voice. It's almost like our Canadian crossing the border. Exactly. <laughs> the $2. Like, I was talking to John about that a couple days ago. $2? Or maybe a week ago. Like, yeah. $2. Paul and I, we went up to Toronto for a comic convention. I think Paul is we, telling this is his favorite story of you. And we got <laughs> stopped on the way back. Yeah. And then the guy asked us for some reason how much money we were carrying on each other. It, I was carrying a couple hundred, you know, like maybe two yeah, to three hundred. Yeah, Paul went prepared to the convention. Yeah. Well, not only, well, here's the To buy some catches is, or some is, stuff, is, and I didn't spend that much. Chris and I have a pro- like, especially when we first started going to conventions, we had the problem of we'd go there anything we saw we bought. So mm-hmm. when we came back from conventions, we had very little money. Right, right. And I... And Paul was more subdued, like... No, I'm not going to buy that. That's stupid. <laughs> I'm not going to buy that. that. I, I'll try to get a sketch from this guy. Uh, his sketchbook is closed. I can't buy it now. 
I'm upset and I'm sad. Like, I would, like, want to buy stuff, but then would be turned down and I'd and be sad. Chris, Chris and I are buying, we're buying t-shirts, we're buying action figures, we're buying mm-hmm. little things. Chris would go with a list of things like, I'm trying to get all of the Todd McFarlane else in Horror Land. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, but and I, I would, would just be like, what are you guys talking about? Mm-hmm. I am buying the Superman mm-hmm. t-shirt. I didn't buy a Superman t-shirt ever, but I would want to get sketches, and sometimes, like, sketchbooks would be close. So I would go up there with a wad of money, and hoping that I could get my sketchbook filled, and then come back with, guess what, that same wad of money. (laughs) And this is what happened on our trip, where Chris was able to buy a bunch of stuff, and I sadly did not. And the crossing guard, or not the crossing guard, but the uh, border Border patrol... Patrol. Asked us how much money we were carrying with us but coming it, back into the do, U.S. But how uh, do the voice? So, uh, how much money you guys yeah, got on you? It was very much like that Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. You guys. Yeah. Comic books. Comic, comic books. books. And, and I, so I, that's I, how I, we say comic books now. Too, I, only, books. I only had comic two. Books? I only had two dollars left. So, uh, how much money you got? Uh, like. Two dollars. I got about a hundred and fifty. Hundred and fifty dollars. Two dollars. Two dollars. Two dollars. You couldn't lend him some money. What's yeah, you on? buy a bunch of comic books. You know it. And comic all books. I spent the rest of the ride home. <laughs> so much so that I forgot exits to get yeah. to actually Chris home. We 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 took a roundabout way, yeah. but it was it was fun just. Like, nah, this, this guy ain't ever kissed a girl. You kiss a girl? <laughs> With two dollars? Like, two dollars in your pocket and you kiss a girl? Don't worry. And you guys can take me out for a beer. And I show up and I hear this story and I'm like, I don't know what is truth and what is joke. Like, I was just stuck in the middle. And I'm like, I'm just accepting it all as real. Exactly. That's how I felt during the trucker story. So I accepted all was real and all said I was but there. The only the only story I have like that is Paul throwing up on the side of the road the one night after you guys went out for dinner. Like, <laughs> we, uh, I was I was I was together with this girl who was really horrible at the time, and well, well, no, probably not just at the time. I spent a little too long with her than I should have, and we took. We're Paul, at an hour fifty, by the way. Yeah, we can, we'll, we'll round this up in a quick minute. But we took we took Paul and Kate, his now wife, out mm-hmm. for for dinner for Christmas. It was New Year's. Yep. Um. So we took him out. We took him to Ilio de Palo's Italian restaurant out here. And very nice, very it's, it's, expensive. It's, he, he was a wrestler. It's very expensive. Uh, and we also had gotten you like a bottle of vodka. No, no, know? a bottle of uh, Jägermeister. A small I, I think bo- it was Sky Vodka. Or no, you no. gave us Sky Vodka. I might have given you Sky Vodka. Uh, you gave us a bo- you gave me a bottle of uh Jägermeister. Yeah. yeah. Um any but anyways. Because so, I used to mix that with Dr. Pepper. That's delicious. delicious drink. Um and play Mario Kart. Tangeray uh in uh Dr. Pepper is delicious as well. Uh but anyway, so we're we we um we we spend this very expensive dinner and everything and Kate is force feeding Paul like his dinner and, and dessert and cheesecake and everything. And I kept on telling her like I gotta stop. So I'm too full. Don't feed me anymore. We're we're driving. We're driving back and Paul and Kate are following us because we're gonna play some games and celebrate the New Year and everything. So all of a sudden I'm like, I think Paul is following me. The car behind me just veered off to the side of the road. 
and Lisa, who I was with, was like, well, what, do you, what do you think it is? It's like, mm, Paul throws up a lot. Maybe Paul's throwing up. And she was really pissed, like, we just spent all that money on dinner for them. And I'm like, yeah, but Paul throws up. And Kate was forcing me to, I just hope he can call, he can find his way back to your place. And like, 15 minutes after, <laughs> 15 minutes after we had gotten there, we're waiting there. I think I called your cell phone yeah. a couple times. I had to talk you into getting back yeah. to, to where we were, but Paul, yeah, Paul had thrown up the very expensive hey, meal that we. I enjoyed that meal twice. <laughs> you only enjoyed it once. It tastes it was, delicious both ways. Yeah, hey, fettuccine, Up and down. fettuccine Alfredo. Both ways. Mm-hmm. Up and down. Up and down. <laughs> what else do we have from the listeners? Uh, who, who would you pick? Jean Grey or Emma Frost? Emma Frost. Chris? She's more into doing... She stays alive, for one. <laughs> Even when you think she's dead, like during the Grant Morrison uh, run, she's actually alive. That's the thing. Like, I normally feel like I would have said Jean Grey, but Emma Frost is a lot more fun. And sassy. She's sassy, she's more fun, and she's in it. Like, yeah. You don't have to worry about her keeling over. Uh, uh, one of the other questions, and I, I would pick Emma Frost, too. Like, who's your favorite Robin? Um, Tim Drake. I think Tim Drake for mine. Tim and then Drake. it was like, it was like, well, it, yeah, it, Tim Drake and actually because how it was worded was Dick like, Grayson is a better Nightwing than Robin. Exactly. Yeah. Who's, who's your favorite Robin, but what was, but who was the best Robin? Tim Drake. And I think, I, and we weren't really around for, um, Jason Todd. It was kind of like kind of yeah. right when we were becoming comic book fans, mm-hmm. and we weren't around for Dick. But Dick is Dick's, Dick's Nightwing. Dick's Nightwing. You know, he's yeah. our Nightwing. Um, and I, I thought this was kind of fun. Um, who is the greatest villain of all time? Not your favorite, but the most successful. <sighs> what is the villain that people can most recognize? Mm. I think that's the most successful because which is the villain that people will remember long after all the stories are done as a villain. And it's, uh, I mean, your your biggest ones are either what? No, who's your pick? Don't don't list. Do you, who's your I, pick? I think I think if any of them are going to be the most successful villain, it's Lex Luthor. The guy was the guy was fucking president. Yeah. You know. He's president. I think Joker, because I think that's the people. That's the, that's the that, villain. He's that ground that, level villain that will stick in people's lexicon for the longest. Like, people hear Joker and they think, well, the playing card, or, oh man, that guy will dance in the, dance with dance the devil in the pale moonlight. Moon yeah. For whatever reason. It's a sap, it's a stupid line that makes no sense. It's a great line that makes awesome sense. Yeah. Paul, you let me down, though. Because, yeah, the Joker, he's crazy. Mm-hmm. But people... Lex Luthor, he was king, or president. He wasn't a king. Mm-hmm. He didn't rule a country and then have his sights set on the world. Dr. Doom. Yeah, but... I'm There's a of... reason. Anytime we have to go to the bathroom, we make the Doom laser. <laughs> we do make the to, Doom laser. To go to the bathroom from yeah. the Roger Corman but 1994 of, movie. Like, comic book nerdum. I don't think Doctor Doom has much play, but the Joker, 
transcends comic books. And the, like, the Joker's Lewis the Joker's just transcends. there chasing cars, and Doctor Doom has his eyes set on the prize. If it only wasn't for that cursed Richards. Uh, and this is probably my favorite one that came in for us, and it was it's totally off topic. But would you rather be? Why are we ever on topic? Would you rather be sexually attracted to fruit? (laughs) Would you rather be sexually attracted to fruit or have Cheeto dust permanently on your fingers? Can I constantly lick the Cheeto? (laughs) I imagine so. It was. It's always on your fingers. Oh, then yeah. The Cheeto dust. Delicious. Cheeto dust. It's the best part of the Cheetos. Yeah. I will eat more Cheetos just to look at the dust. <laughs> like, so my cu- keyboard gets covered with Cheeto dust at work. Who cares? You just, you just blow it off with one of those air... I can't use that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we found that out last week. Yeah. Yeah, oh, he uh, also has a curfew, so we gotta wrap the show up. John, what was uh, your answer? I think, I don't know, I think I'm, <laughs> I might go with being attracted to fruit, because, come on. Do you love fruit? pineapples? It's, it's, it's they're... Mangoes? 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 You like mangoes? You Mango. love the watermelons, I understand. You love hey. you love them melons, huh? Ma- yeah, yeah, I love the melons. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's it for this week. If you enjoyed these questions or want to ask your own, please contact us at surprisingly love contact at bagnaboardcast.com. Find us on the Facebook. Find us over on Twitter. Uh, we answered a couple questions off of Twitter for this. Uh, you emailed us some questions, but we're always we we really want your responses on Facebook. Rate and review us over on iTunes. How, wait, wait, wait. How did they find us on Facebook and Twitter? Aren't we just bagged and bored? We're yes, just we bagged are. and bored. Yes, we are. Very simple. You want to let them know, Joe? No, John. Well, if they found us here, they should. We all, and, but we always yeah. say you found us here, so you know we're just <laughs> bored. Spelled exactly like this that you found us here on, and that—that's how you find us basically on everything. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so this was an all-listener special. So, thank you so much for sending in your questions. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we do really appreciate all a hundred thousand of those listens. Hundred and thousand listeners. Jeez, you guys have nothing episodes. better to do with your time. I'm whoa, sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And are, I appreciate it. We are very appreciative that you make the time to listen to our podcast. Uh, any of the episodes that you've listened to, especially this one, uh, thank you very much because it would be very difficult for me to keep on doing this and keep on spending money on this if it wasn't for you listeners. And that was one of the things, like, I was always glad to just be doing this, but it was scary to be like, what if we're just doing it to do it? Yeah. And it's good to have purpose more than just like, hey, it's our it's our hangout night. Let's have fun. Yeah. So uh this is all for you. So uh honestly, any questions, any comments, just get in contact with us and we're happy to answer them all. Yeah, and just just like us, just rate us, review us. Like that that helps too. We're yeah. very accessible. We're, we're cool guys. We we like to jo- talk and joke around and have fun, so just hit hey, us up. Like we'll appreciate it. Aaron at Red Phone Zone slash Confessions of Movie Snob. Like he was one of our first fans. Like we we did his show. We influenced him to do his own show. We told him how easy it was. Mm-hmm. We've done lots of stuff with them. Uh, we've we've sent him a autographed picture of the three <laughs> of us. Like we we really respect and love you guys and the fact that we've had ten thousand 
that's pretty great because I don't download. <laughs> I don't download as. Well, I don't either. I do. I I don't. I, I iTunes I live is that it. thing like iTunes is that thing like you you don't download the show or you don't listen to what you're downloading. We're not downloading it anymore for him. I'm like that works. I'm cool. I always click that exclamation point. You know, and uh, I listen know. to it while we record, and then I listen to it again when I edit. So I hate the sound of my voice. I can't. I hey, I can understand that. Sleep at night. <laughs> hey, if you love the just like in Die Hard, it's just like in Die 